Well, hi-ho, everyone, and welcome to the Adlar Adventuring Company. Hello, everybody. Here we are again. Here I'm we so are. I, I'm genuinely <laughs> excited. I've been looking Me forward too. to this all week. I have, this is like, I love battling. I'm so excited. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm ready to kill some bitches. All right. Um, yeah, well, we need to try battling more often because we get stuck in the story and I forget to have you guys kill things. I oh, like please. I love killing things. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, welcome, everybody, to Atlaran Adventuring Company. We're doing this shit again. Uh, I am your dungeon master, Taylor Wallace, and joining me today, I have Alicia Kelly. Not me. me. <laughs> 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 I always wow. introduce I always introduce Alicia first. It's alphabetical order. No, Why? it's because Ben's my oh. brother and yeah. you always introduce guests first. Oh. Um and then I have Blake Wolf. Hey. There you go. Wow. Listen, <laughs> you when were it's your... all set to be like hey! when it's your like... birthday, I'll introduce you first. We won't even play on my birthday. Well, I think it's on lost. a Tuesday this year. Next your, year, your birthday weekend, whatever. Yeah. It's your loss anyway. Whatever. whatever. Um. So yes, welcome uh, to this shenaniganery. Shenaniganery. Uh, I think this will be the last week we play our original intro, and then next week we should have a a brand spanking new one. So We've got uh, character art. Yeah, yes, we do. I'll be revealing it today if you didn't already see it on Twitter. Uh, but go ahead and play our intro. We'll see you in just a moment. Alrighty. Suffered the. <sighs> My name's Kit, and I guess I have to tell you about myself. I really don't want to, but Sylphie is threatening my life again. I was born in Amnoblin as an Elusir. The tribes of the Elusir are born with special gifts that come of age as they do, granting them powers like that of their totem. Before I was old enough to choose a totem though, the skull of the nearby city attacked us, destroying our small village and killing many of our elders, including my parents. Those who didn't fight or run fast enough were captured as slaves. With just a few elders and my younger brother, we boarded a ship to carry us south to Irakel a land of hot and sandy terrain. Once there, we immediately left the city and struck out into the Badlands to create a space away from all the untrustworthy Skull who called us dirty names like Skinwalkers. As I came of age in that environment, I found the local coyote population called to me. Hearing their solitary cries at night echoing across the Badlands, I knew they were the ones. I'd already become a loner, and the coyote totem set me further apart as I took on my shifter powers. With fur sprouting in odd places, a set of dog-like ears, and claws, I stuck out easily amongst the skull whenever I visited town to play tricks on them, just like the god Savros would want me to. I thrived in the chaos I created for normal people. They didn't deserve their cushy lives built on the slave labor of my people and others. At 17, I began taking jobs in Port Saurus with the wrong sorts of people, but they paid the best, so maybe they were the right sort of people. I didn't care. As long as I could bring home some money to my tribe and my younger brother, that's all I cared about. I started stealing, hurting people, doing whatever was necessary to make a name for myself. That's when I met Dana, the Vixu. Somehow, I came to like her, and we were actually friends. Not that I didn't try my hardest to avoid that. 
Anyway, Dana eventually went straight for some reason and joined the wardens. I wasn't interested in such work, but her methods were usually less than legal, and she always threw in bonuses for a job well done. I spent two years doing that, and then, just a month after my 19th birthday, Dana reached out to me. Some idiot had killed a couple of people in town and was planning on more, and he was part of the Arbiters. I didn't tell Dana why, but I eagerly took the job. Anyone involved in the slave trade has a face that needs to be melted off. Sylvia Phelan here. Sylvie, to my friends. Listen, whatever Kit may have told you about me, it was complete lies, so forget absolutely everything he said. As a matter of fact, you may know me as Sylphie Altera, but I gave up that name fairly recently. Why? It's a bit of a long story. I was born without a family name, living as a street urchin in the unforgiving streets of the city of Moore's Rest. Hunger and desperation were my early childhood friends. The only companion I ever had was Marin, my older sister. I'm still not quite sure whether we were biologically related, but the trials and tribulations we experienced as starving children forged our bond as sisters that was as strong as iron. Wherever Marin went, I gladly followed. It was from Marin that I learned to play lute, and a casual hobby became a source of income for us. For a good enough performance, even the rapscallions of Moore's Rust would gift two talented young ladies with a few coins or a hot meal. It was from these street performances that we attracted the attention of one Alistair Altera and his wife Wedna, and he took us in to give us a roof over our head and a belly full of food each night. At first, I was delighted to be finally part of a proper family. With Alistair and Wedna and our two adoptive brothers Redner and Flynn, we made a scrappy family of cheats and hustlers, willing to do whatever it took to survive. It wasn't much. It wasn't loving. But it was more than I could have ever dreamed of. The innocuous thieving and swindling soon turned sour, though, as Alistair made friends with the insidious Arbiters, the intricate band of pirates and thieves that run Moore's Rest. Soon, our jobs turned from petty theft to murder for hire. Anyone that the Arbiters deemed unworthy of keeping around, my siblings and I would be tasked with taking out. At the ripe young age of 14, I was a seasoned assassin, using persuasion and charm to lure men into a false sense of security before delivering a most cruel message. My body count only stopped at four, but I was complicit in many others. It was Marin that suffered the most out of any of my siblings. She was responsible for the deaths of at least ten. Those were all the ones that I knew of, anyway. It was the night of another assignment from Alistair that everything changed. We were all given the task of tracking down another unfortunate soul, which we all silently resigned ourselves to. Except, to my astonishment, Marin. She refused. Up until then, I didn't even know such a thing was possible. But Alistair's face soon grew dark, and with only a few words of command from him, Redner and Flynn wasted no time in forcing Marin on her knees and slitting her throat, mere feet away from me. My entire world collapsed around me, and though I accepted the hit job so as not to incur the same wrath from Alistair that my sister received, I slid away from my brothers and off into the night, leaving my treacherous life as a hired knife behind me. 
Even as I fled, though, the list began forming. I knew that my life's new mission would be to hunt down all of the Alteras and make sure they saw a swift, bloody end. Hell, I'd include every Arbiter I could get my hands on with them. So you can see how I might not be the biggest fan of the name I was given. How, you may ask, did I come upon the name Phalon? Well, that's another story entirely. And so we have our unheroic troubled travelers, one born with the ancient magics of the Elusir totems, and one only just tapping the primal arcane at the behest of a fickle sea titan. But the story doesn't begin with Kit and Sylphie at all. It begins with Jax, a lonely tabaxi forsaken by the wild mother Melora, who cast himself into the sea after losing everything. When he woke, a whalebone ring had appeared on his hand, unremovable. Unable to die, Jax wandered far until he landed in Amnobolin, taking odd jobs. Doing much the same to make ends meet was Sylphia Altera. And also wandering was Aether of Rhyme, taking time away from the Annika Academy to see the world. The three met by happenstance on the day of the new year, the spring equinox that also happened to be the 200th anniversary of the Calamity. The ancient city of Seeger Rayafir was hosting a World's Fair, showcasing the best and brightest of artists and inventors, including the famed Dr. Jessasan's new coal-powered airship, the Kestrel. Pulled into the job by the welcome of the local Caskers gang, the three travelers were tasked with protecting the ship and its maiden voyage. Trouble was expected, and trouble was had. The crew barely survived the flight, nearly crashing into the city but managing to land in the water, leading to the arrest of almost everyone on board for suspicion of sabotage. Needless to say, bars didn't hold the new party long when they had a mysterious druid on their side, and they quickly headed for the opposite side of town to escape. Eventually, disliking the cold north, the party traveled south to Irakel and Port Saris, where they quickly found trouble again. They were caught up between Sylphie's hunt for her murderous adopted brothers who'd been complicit in her sister's murder, and a heist put on by a local crime lord that wardens were keen to catch. Between some fetching of illegal goods for the famous enchanter Lysandra Corage, and the fake heist put on by Captain Danafioris of the Wardens to catch the crime lord Tomo, the party made good coin and managed not to hurt too many people that were undeserving. Though they did learn just how dangerous the sleep spell could be. Along the way, Sylphie caught up to her brother Flynn with some help from a Casker privateer named Rhea Espios, but due to Jax's wild magic and an errant sleep spell from Aether, he and Aether were suddenly killed. Unable to go on alone, Sylphie went to Dana for help and was granted two new allies. Kit, an Elusir from Amnoblin with a bad attitude and the ability to take on physical traits of a coyote, and Corvrin, a dragonborn warden from Lachmanos with a gruff and stubborn personality but a need for justice. With further help from Rhea, Sylphie managed to catch Flynn unaware enough to slaughter him at his most vulnerable moment. Despite her new comrade, Sylphie felt alone, even with Jax's giant coyote friend and Aether's Martin familiar. The three followed Redner to Harris, and along the way, Sylphie came face to face with surging magic by donning Jax's ring, till she learned it was the gift of the sea titan and whale mother Tal Dunost. Seeking any help she could get and an end to the insane magical surges, Sylphie pledged herself to the whale mother. 
Arriving in Port Nataline, Redner was finally caught and killed at a party held by the local Kasker leaders. And while Alistair and Wedna Altera were next on the party's list, they came face to face with the quiet underground operations of the Arbiters and Harris, and a drow named Kellogg Marta. Raiding his haberdashery for information while Corvern worked with the Wardens, Kit and Sylvie came in contact with a cat and a canary that couldn't be killed. The pair were haunted by the animals, even as they fled the shop and set it ablaze. They had to seek spiritual help at local temples to begin to understand that these were not animals, but demons, locked in domestic forms as servants to Kellogg. They freed both in exchange for information, and broke up a slave auction, but never caught Kellogg. He was likely headed for the Arbiter stronghold of Moore's Rest. Hearing of Alistair and Midcord ten days away by ship, the party made for the heart of the Shattered Continent and arrived just in time for the summer solstice celebrations. Among snooping around, finding great food, bothering an egg roll vendor, and meeting a fantastic traveling circus known as the Phelan Caravan, Sylphie found a little confidence and got desperately needed unconditional love from the caravan whose members accepted her like family. And Kit too if you wanted. They knew of the Alteras and were enemies of one of Alistair's finest killers, a drow werewolf named Vinrith Corsair. Accepting Sylphie into the fold and giving her their big family's name, the caravan welcomed the pair to stay with them. But the night of the summer solstice amid a big show, Vinrith Corsair struck fear into the guests and many were hurt with one killed, before the caravan's allies and the party engaged him and his fellow werewolves. Unable to catch and kill Corsair, Kit and Sylphie were left devastated by the death of Jax's pet coyote, who had become Kit's beloved ward. And while Kit only saw more reason to fight, Sylphie nearly gave in to despair. And then, Alistair himself reached out to the pair, seeking a parley with Sylphie. He wanted his wife Wedna dead, who'd left him to become the lover of Cynthia Moore, the mother of the new king of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And that's where our story continues. Oh, and you might wonder where Corvern is. Well, Kit and Sylphie took off without him, and he's trying to catch up, so we'll see if he ever does. In the meantime, welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company, and the ragtag crew that might just one day be something more than thieves and blades for hire. Maybe. Hi, everybody. Are you guys okay? Not yeah! even singing the entire time? <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy, that was a fun, like, 12 minutes. I liked that was... both, <laughs> both Taylor and I, like... We were like laughing so hard that we were like crying, and then we both looked at each other like, We're, we're fine. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Uh, so many. It's a good day. Um, yeah, yeah. Anywhoozle. I'm gonna turn this this uh, this radio thing off so I stop thinking people are growling. But there's at a me. demon in your room. <laughs> Even in my room, yeah. Um, another one just came on where it was like, Berserkir. And it was Whoa. like, Jesus Christ. Palagura. Oh, Palagura. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could do that um, as well as he does, but I can't. Oh, God, I wish but I, I could can't. too. All right. Indeed. Are we. Uh, so, darlings. Let's play some D&D. Yes, let's play it's some D&D. D&D. I, will, I will try to keep the recap short because there are some things to do. Okay. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. What? <laughs> oh, sorry. Jamie. We had a Jamie's comment already... come in and I just got distracted. Sorry. I didn't mean to vocalize it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Put in my room. Next novel. Okay. Um, actually, first, before I do the recap, <gasps> oh, um, no. Ben, if you'd be so kind as to turn your attention to the, uh, the map. Uh, the map is there. 
I'm just I'm just saying be ready to change it. Oh, it oh, okay, got, oh, okay, okay. Um, we have some new tokens on the board. <gasps> what do you uh, do? Is it us? In case, uh, well, Jamie in particular, in case you didn't see it, so we got some art today. Um, that's I will actually art. show you what they look like if I can scooch Ooh. over. Well, that's really big. Yeah, you might need to zoom out. There you go. Kids Yay. Hand. Both Kit and Sylphie are there. Kit and Sylphie. It's uh-huh. us. It is us. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, if I if I looked like that, that would be me, yeah. <laughs> and if yeah. you were yeah. about as white as a sheet. Uh... I'm not, yeah. I, I thought I was pretty pale, but yeah. I'm not that pale. Sylphie is like me pale. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Sylphie gets I... sunburned at night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gets moon burn. Yeah, <laughs> cloud burn. Yeah. Um. So yes, this is the official character art by yes. yours truly, uh, of Kit and Sylphie. Kit, oh, look at is... the cheeks, the cheekbones on Kit. I didn't notice that earlier. Oh yeah, he's got some some nice cheeks. <laughs> Both sets. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes. Um. You. Said... I also like how we're both naked. We're always naked. It's D and D. Listen, I didn't want to do clothes, and also I figured you guys change outfits fairly often. So what? You're naked, or you have armor sure. on. There's only two options. Yeah, and Sylphie could be both at the same time because of the way female armor be. works. Exactly. Yeah, so yes, sure. um, Kit is our. In case this hasn't been clear, Kit is a shifter. Um, in my world, his people are called the Elusir. Uh, they're descendants of the Monomar people. They are cousins to elves, but not technically elves themselves. Uh, while elves they do themselves. have, indeed, uh, while they do have the elvish ears, they're much, much longer than most people. Um, and and fuzzy. almost and, and fuzzy and uh, almost uh, animal-like. Uh, some shifters even have ears that start to move up the sides of their head, but uh, not many. Um, but yes, our, our darling Kit, uh, he looks a little older than 19, but at the same time, I feel like he's grown up a lot for a 19-year-old. Um, so <clears throat> and then Sylphie is our half-elven uh, bard and paladin, mm-hmm. and uh, she's just... She's, she's just, just a fair, basic bitch. She's just a fair maiden with white hair. Mm-hmm. Her she's favorite the season. Her favorite season is fall because she likes wearing her Uggs and getting pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, honestly, gotta get those PSLs. Those PSLs. Honestly, with this character, yeah, I could see that. Um, <laughs> she actually wow. prefers chumpkins. I don't know what that is. It's a chai latte with pumpkin spice, and it's a chumpkin. Okay, it sounds bad. The fact that you're like... the one who knows that tells me that kids might because be the basic. I best. want one real bad. Okay, um, chai lattes though, not bad. Right. Um, I don't think I've ever had one. But yes, uh, so these are these are our <laughs> not heroes. Um, are you alive? <laughs> what? Alicia hasn't had a chai latte. Listen, I mean, it's... I don't. I didn't have a lot of lattes. I don't. I haven't had a lot of lattes. A lot of lattes. But a lot of lot of lot of Never lattes. mind. Are we playing a game? <laughs> we are. We should play um, a game. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll leave their art up for a minute because we'll be jumping into the actual map here shortly. Let me go into the 
The recap. The recap. The recap. Crossbow bolts. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was actually just thinking about that. Um, last time on an episode entitled Enemies in Common, uh, you guys uh, made your final decisions about uh, how you were going to work with the Sentinels. Uh, you left Tamar and Theo to Tanris with the understanding that they that Tamar in particular would be kept alive while you guys went on this mission and would eventually rejoin Tanris in Amnoblin to investigate the city of Tal Dunost and the Heidelin cult there. Um, the uh, You were also introduced to Astrid, a druid who is supposedly going to get you to Ambero for uh, Kit's secret, secret drop-off mission. Um... Sylphie, you spent some time with uh, Tanris's uh, head of staff, uh, Ilana, who gave you more details about Marin and actually helped you to scry on her, uh, thereby confirming that she is indeed alive and seems to be, from what you have gathered, uh, the bow of Silas Moore III. Yeah. Uh, let's see learned a little bit about Silas himself. Um, you also visited some druids in Erisholm before you left to finally lift the 10-year age uh, curse on yep. Sylphie. She is now 24 years old again. She and uh, hot as hell. And has decided that uh, Ziegler is missing out. Mm-hmm. Your boyfriend. Um, nope. Not my boyfriend. Yep. yep. This is going to be a lasting thread. Um... Should we, every time Ziegler's name gets brought up, should we all just shout sucks, like, every single time? <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> like Ugatoa. Yeah. Ugatoa. <laughs> Boyfriend! Um, sucks. You boarded a ship that, I don't believe I told you the name last session, I didn't I hear myself so. say it. Uh, the ship, the Horizon Runner, uh, which is a Lachmany, uh ribbed sail vessel. And uh, oh, yeah. it will take you as far as Wick upon Pine. Uh, it is unable to enter Arbiter waters, but uh, you may have some contacts there through the Sentinels that can help you. Uh, you met Captain Usam Al Adir, who is not super friendly. Uh, and you met a fellow passenger also headed for Wick upon Pine named Mia, a teeny tiny little Zerda Vixu who thought Sylphie was Marin. And uh, you learned that Marin... Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on a sec. Did I... Yes, I know. Thank you. Um, you... Uh, oh god, what was I saying? Uh, she had been freed by Marin. Um, possibly at the expense of Silas Moore. Um, all you know is she just bought a bunch of people and freed them. Uh... Let's see. Oh yeah, and I also mentioned she had a tattoo tagged ear. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. You arrived at uh, Cover's Rest in uh, the Pelon Peaks two days later. And it's this tiny village built mostly of driftwood with a large lodge. Previously known as the Moose Lodge. It is not the Moose Lodge. It is the, the Redding Lodge. lodge. Um, I gave it a name just to spite you. Thank you. The uh, Red Moose Lodge. You stopped here <laughs> to 
hopefully confront Sylphie's half-brother. Well, not half-brother. Not really. Adopted half-brother. Sibling. Yeah, your, your adopted father's illegitimate son. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Clay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Clay Vodro is his name. Ooh. And uh, he took his mom's name. Um, well, I wonder why. <laughs> well, his Alistair never told them his name was Altera. I so know. I was, I was being sarcastic. Wow. But... Can uh... you imagine living with someone for years and having children with them and going, I'm sorry, what was your last name again? <laughs> oh, he used, he used a different one. Just something fake. God. Uh, but anyway. Who are uh, you? Why are you here? You Why are you, you in my house? <laughs> you confronted Clay amongst his Casker buddies, uh, finding mm. out that uh, his mom is a Casker. <laughs> and uh, he revealed to you that he had just recently found out who and what his father really is. And um, By some mysterious person who did yes, a Yes, by an unknown sending spell. Uh, all he knew is that they told him Alistair was an arbiter and a cultist, and yeah, and uh, he went on a little bit of a, a look-see for more information and learned about the Altera family and you, and so he was terrified to meet you. Um, he's out sort of trying to figure out what he's going to do with himself now because he was going to join Alistair. Um, and at his mother's sort of behest, he's kind of doing his own little coming-of-age journey with his buddies, uh, these other sailors who are looking after him. Um, he told you a little bit about his mom, how she's the best, and he can't believe Alistair betrayed her, and how Alistair has multiple women, uh, on the side in different places. Uh, you learned that Clay is an artificer. Uh, he's new to the sword, but he seems to be fairly accomplished in magic. Uh, let's see. And I believe that's about it until while you guys were kind of starting to bond and Clay, like, hugged you and was like, this is kind of cool, I have a sister, even though this is really fucked up. Uh, you heard a gentle thud on the outside of the inn, and Kit. Kit... Doth mine ears hear an arrow on fire? Indeed. <laughs> uh, you guys uh, glanced outside to see, uh, bear almost uh, getting burned, uh, seeing that the lodge had been set aflame by burning arrows. This moose feels hot. Indeed. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> you can hear, uh, hear how hot it is? Yeah. <laughs> oh god. And so I'll move us over to the map. Uh, to the map. map. To the map. To the map. map. To the map. I actually <laughs> spent some time building it. Oh, it's about time. How fucking dare you? I know, I'm just kidding. Um, I think that's about. Yeah, that's probably about as center as I'm gonna get it. Yeah, there's yeah, there so many. Um, there's not that yes. many. I am um, a lawnmower. No. <laughs> you saw outside uh, a line of ten black-cloaked individuals, uh, which you have come to realize their garb marks them as part of the Heidelin cult. And backing them is an 11th member, a gr uh, gray cloak standing a bit further back. They're all firing 
burning crossbow bolts and arrows into the inn, and it's, uh... <clears throat> um, yes, so will everybody please roll initiative? Yes! Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-
10-foot uh, radius sphere centered on that. And I am also going to cast it at third level. So, so you'll be able to hit two these two guys. Okay. Um, you would be able to also hit the gray cloak if you cast it here. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Why don't I do the, that? This this like radar circle is actually <laughs> just about as big as Shatter. Yeah. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I'll do it there then. Okay. So I can hit three of them. Uh, they all have to make con saves. Can saves. Can saves. Oh, there's my other pen. Uh. Okay, both the black cloaks fail. Uh, the white or gray cloak does not. Okay, he takes half as much still. So, three D somethings. Three D eight. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay that's fif- fifteen. Oh, it's actually four D eight because I'm casting it at third level. Oh, you're okay. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it is going to be 15 points of damage for full and then half of whatever Seven. Round down always. I believe you. Um, and then I guess we establish that I can't cast any spells for the bonus action. You can cast cantrips as a bonus action. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I do want to give Bardic Inspiration to Machu Dudes. Can you give it to multiple people? Uh, it says as a bonus action, a creature. Oh, okay, so a creature. I mean, I have multiple slots for that. Am I able to give it? You can do one at a time. Shit, okay. Well, I guess I will give it to... I'll give it to Clay because new brother. He's my bro, and you're fine. That's, you can nah, it's fine. fucking deal with it. Whatever. Yeah, you'll be okay. And I think that will be all I'm gonna do. Okay. Um. Yeah, you you don't need to. Oh, I stealth. Uh. That'll bring us to Clay. Uh, oh boy, got a bunch of magic users. Um, Woo! I, I use a sword sometimes. Not now. Not well, but yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so Clay, taking sort of your lead, jumps to the opposite side of the door. Um, and he... moment. I'm not terribly familiar with artificer spells. Um, okay, he's going to cast Elemental Weapon. Oh god. Why are you being such a dick? Just give me the spell. Here we go. Uh, he's going to cast Elemental Weapon on his pistol as he draws it. Oh, he has a gun. Yes, he does. Uh, he has a very nice pistol. It is a... Uh, well, it's not a pistol. It's a revolver. Um, oh. 
which is a fairly new design of gun. Uh, instead of the old flintlocks and whatnot, they're starting to come out with repeaters and revolvers and that kind of thing. Uh, multiple bullet guns. Uh, he cast that on his gun for... He'd probably go lightning. It's sort of his, sort of his thing. Uh, and then as a bonus action, he's going to use his levels in rogue to bonus action hide. Okay. Roll a stealth. Um. That'll bring us to the Heidelin cultists. Yay, they all go at once. Indeed. I'm not going to roll no, 11 I people. No, um, we're basically going to work with them in groups, just go down the line. Um, so at the moment, none of them have really engaged with you guys or really seen you. Um, a couple break off from the very ends to just sort of chase after and terrorize people out in the open. I'm not going to put pawns in for just normal people, but uh, the rest start to spread out a little more um, after seeing Shatter. Uh, back out a bit. And this guy, who's kind of pissed at having been shattered, uh, starts making his way toward the door with his crossbow at the ready. Uh, he's gonna hold his turn while the rest continue firing uh, flaming arrows. The gray cloak back here is going to advance uh, a couple steps and he is also gonna hold his turn beginning to summon a spell. Uh, Kit. Alright, I'm gonna do something crazy. Um, I am going to, I'm going to move mm-hmm. my full 30 feet out the door to put myself oh, right boy. there. So I oh. didn't move out of range of that guy. So no, you did not. Yeah. And then I'm going to bonus action shift and give myself extra HP, which I'll mm-hmm. calculate in a second. And then uh, I am going to cast Spirit Guardians. Spirit Guardian. Spiritual Lawnmower at third level. So that's a 15 foot radius? 15 foot radius. 15 feet all the way around me. So I should hit a few of them at least. Or two or three. Three should hit three. When their turn comes back around. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Alright. Um, and that will be my turn. Spirit Guardians. Alright. So that'll that'll bring us back to the top of the round, which I'm gonna introduce the equivalent of lair actions, terrain actions. Um, oh I'm also because, surrounded by teeny tiny glowing coyotes. Teeny tiny orangish coyotes. Um yeah. Uh, introducing uh, terrain and lair actions because the inn is on fire. Um, it is really starting to catch at this point to the point where uh, the heat inside is getting 
pretty bad. Like, it's burning in through the ceilings at this point. Uh, and Clay, um, just for the ambient heat, uh, give me a constitution saving throw. my constitution uh 16 16 clay not so good not so good so you will take two fire damage clay will take five oh sorry clay he's strong boy he'll be okay he's strong boy strong um (laughs) selfie all right as a bonus action I am going to cast Shield of Faith upon myself. Um, <laughs> you can only do that on one person, right? Uh, yes, one yeah. person. Shit. Okay. But it's a we bonus have... action. And tis concentration, just to remember. Okay. Uh, I will do that, and then I yell to Clay, um, don't get killed out there, please. Because uh, I really want us to talk some more. And then I run out to this guy. And I'm going to smack him with my greatsword. For chow! For Roll. Oh my god, this thing has rolled nothing but 15s the whole night. Uh, now, a natural 20. The whole night? What? What do you mean? I've rolled it three times in a row and it's given okay. me 15 every time. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. What's the total? Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll definitely hit this guy. Sweet. Uh, 2d6. 2d6. It's going to be nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Mean. That's okay. Yeah, you come just busting out of the door with your sword ready over your head, and you just bring it down into his shoulder um, as he's like getting. He was ready with his uh, crossbow bolt, which I forgot to do. His and the gray cloaks held actions. I'll yeah. do that here in just a second. Okay. Um, but yeah, as he's like getting ready to fire toward Kit, who he was following, you bring the blade down on him. Um, shot still goes off. Uh, that's not gonna hit Kit. Um, I rolled natural four. Uh, so yeah, the partially just out of surprise and maybe partially due to Sylphie, the crossbow bolt just goes over Kit's head. Um, Little tiny coyote tries to bite it as it passes by. Um, and then the gray cloak, who would have targeted Kit because you were the first one to come out, um, this would have hit you when you just appeared from the doorway. Okay. Um, uh, Make a constitution save. 13. 13? Okay. Uh, 
where that was centered, this may have also hit. No, I don't think Shatter works that way. Anyway, he casts Shatter on you. Um, that'll be 12 thunder damage for you. Okay. Um, here we go. Alright, so back to the actual order. Um, anything else Sylphie wants to do? Uh, I think you already did pretty much everything. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was okay. still my turn, but yeah. No. Yeah, you did your bonus action action movement. I was just yeah. catching up with the held actions. Okay. Um. So, seeing you charge out the door, Clay's like, fuck, she knows what she's doing. Okay. And he follows. Um, he is afraid to step into the spirit guardian, so he stops beside you. <laughs> well, um, so, point of order about spirit garden guardians. Yes. They Spirit flit Gardens. around you to a distance of 15 feet for the duration. It's a, the 15 feet is a radius, not a diameter. So it's 15 feet in any direction. Oh, it's much yes. bigger. Sorry. It's much bigger. <laughs> I don't know. You said that with the inflection. Oh, did I? I not. You didn't have an accent, but it oh, sounded okay. like the inflection of like. Oh. It's much bigger. Cool story, bro but it's much bigger. <laughs> Fill the dead space. Fill the dead my, space. Yeah, my next character uh, should, should talk like that. That would be great, actually. Yes, please uh, do accented characters. It's They're much fun. bigger, actually. Are you going to be Adele? Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play another bard. I'm yeah. just going to sing sad songs about all my past relationships. <laughs> But that's not going to inspire anyone. That's just no. going to make them sad. Everybody's just going to be sad. Okay, uh, since I can't really draw a circle in roll 20, I just drew an octagon. An octagon is fine. Yeah, Um. so now you have four of them within your radius yes. here. I keep forgetting the difference between diameter They're going and to burn. Um, but, uh, okay. Um, but yes, uh, Clay, never mind the Spirit Guardians thing, he sees Selfie step into it on top excuse me unscathed <laughs> that hit me out of nowhere i'm real sorry um yeah, i don't know what in. that was yeah, that was, was this burp um, oh cool <laughs> it just came out while i was talking uh he steps out with selfie um, and uh god now i'm embarrassed um, you're fine no, i fine. didn't even know until you called it out it's cool it's fine I admit to my things so other people can't make me embarrassed about them. Uh, he won't step straight up. He'll probably step to the side, still on the uh, porch, and he will level his pistol at the guy in front of you, Sylphie. No. Take a shot! He'll set fire to the rain. I'll set fire to the rain. Watch it burn inside. Ooh, that's pretty good. Something. Touched your face. Touched your face. I wanted to say commiserate. I, I thought you were going to say suck to your face. So, <laughs> so uh, Clay is kind of a badass with a gun, apparently. Um, so that's Go, baby, 11, 14 piercing damage plus 4 lightning damage. Nice. Dang, dude. Nice. Which fucks that guy up. Um, Sylvie, yep. as you're like as you're like pulling your sword back, you hear the gunshot go off pretty close to you, and Kabam. you see lightning 
uh, follow the bullet as it hits the guy, and he, like, staggers, like, holding his side, and you see lightning arc off of him and, like, hit the point of your sword, but it's stopped by your by your guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just, like, freezes and falls back down the stairs. Oh. He, he, he D-E-D did. D-E-D did. Am I able to do a free action? Sure. I turn to Clay and I'm like, we're keeping you. <laughs> He's standing there with the smoking, crackling lightning gun. Just like, honestly, kind of badass. Um, and he, he like is like looking at himself like, that was the coolest thing I've ever done. <laughs> but also like, oh God, I just killed a man. Um, and he like pulls the gun My back, mom. like trying to be smooth. Just like, a man. <laughs> That's literally... <laughs> his thing um but he like pulls it back trying to be cool um and on the side he is going to with his offhand he's actually going to pull his uh rapier to get ready for anybody else that's actually um, the letter he's gonna write after this battle to his mom You're like mama i just killed a man killed the man. man um and he's put a gun to... against his head <laughs> pull my trigger he's... now he's back He's going to use a bonus action to dodge in case he is approached. Um, Brings us to the Heidelin cult members, at which point these three take spirit guardian damage. That's fucking right, they do. What do I roll? Uh, It is a... I think it's a con save. Let me check. Wisdom. Wisdom saving throw. Uh, Black cloaks fail. Gray cloak succeeds. 16 points of radiant damage. Radiant damage. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm amped today. Um, oh, so fucking pumped. Suck it. <laughs> you sound like you sound like a dude bro at like the gym like, "Oh, yeah, it's right." <laughs> Me? Yeah. Oh. I'm really good at playing things I'm not. Um, it, lifetime of experience for both of us. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> that's dark. Anyway, I'm super um, straight. <laughs> oh, no. Me too. Uh, so straight and totally not asexual. No. I'm um, anyway. just really straight. So yes, you uh, you <laughs> send your, you're talking about. your little bitey <laughs> coyotes <laughs> at these guys and they just get swarmed by them. Truly, that's that the sound. worst fucking noise ever. That's I love it. The sound of coyotes and huskies everywhere. Oh, um, yeah. The gray cloak seems more easily able to sort of ward them away from himself, um, but the black cloaks suffer. Um, Good. That'll bring us to their actual attacks and shit. Um, the two that sort of moved off to the sides will move back in, seeing you guys. And this uh, whirling lawnmower of coyotes. The lawnmower. And uh, I'm just going to assign a random number of hits to random people. Um, two, so, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten left. Um, Kit's the biggest threat, so six of them. Uh, and then two and two. I'm getting hit by six of them. Six bolts? Yeah. Holy fuck. Well, we'll see if they hit. Well, you're getting hit by three 
bolts and three spells. Oh. oh. That's fine. Bolts first. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. One hit on the bolts. That's going to be five damage from one of the cultists. Then these two uh, wizardy looking dudes and the gray cloak are going to all use. Uh, you don't roll for magic missile. Um, magic missile hits automatically. Oh, fuck. But it's a super low power spell, so it's Yeah, unless bad. you cast it at goddamn ninth level. Indeed. Just like. <gasps> Instead of rolling literally 94, I'm going to just average. Uh, so between the three of them that'll average out to oh god math you math do you need a calculator uh 27 damage force damage ah uh. uh, that brings me to 32 so far Ooh. total um Sophie yes oh is that all of them two. that's all oh my god I'm still alive Barely. Uh, both of those will hit you, Sylphie. 18 and 19, I believe, right? What? Well, 18, 18 and, 19 and 19 hit, hit you. you. Eight, yes. Even with Shield of Faith? Yeah, mine's only up to 18 with Shield of okay. Faith. Okay, meets so. beats, yep. Meets beats, gotta beats the meat. Alright, so <laughs> nine, uh, that'll be nine piercing damage. And I also need you to make one con save. Okay. The one time you don't roll a freaking 15 tonight, uh, that's a 10. 10 total? Um, you are, what was that bolt? Uh, you're poisoned. Oh, great. Um, Just to make sure we're all on the same page about poison. Uh, poison creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Oh, well, good thing you don't use that sword anyway. Um, Listen. Yeah, even though she just used it. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um, and then clay. One more hit. Not bad. And none of those are poison, so he only takes a tiny bit of damage. You're right. Um, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> uh, Kit. All right, I am going to. You're going to have to shift my thing, but I'm going to move down just one spot, and then I am going to reach out towards that gray cloak. And hold on, real quick. Are potions a bonus action? Uh, for yourself, yes. Okay, I am going to use one potion on myself. Um, 2d4 plus 2. 2, 3, 5. Jesus, that's awful. 28. Alright, I'll get rid of a potion. 
Um, so then I am going to reach out to Greycloak, and mm-hmm. I am going to cast Inflict Wounds at third Inflict level. Wounds. Inflict, Inflict Wounds! Alright. That is a... Ooh, that's really good. That is a 22 to hit. That'll do it. Yeah. 5d10, yo. Uh, 27 points of necrotic damage. Mm, okay. Yeah, you reach out and grab him by the, uh, by the arm that he used to cast magic missile at you. And you just watch from your hand. You watch from your hand as his veins, like they've been, like his blood has been poisoned, they begin to turn black all the way up his arm and up the side of his face. That's right. Um, and then I he, hiss at him. He seems still relatively unscathed otherwise. I'm gonna fucking die. Bye-bye, Kit. No! <laughs> it's right. okay. Um, Every, all the rest of my characters have died. It's fine. No! <laughs> the burning in is no longer really a concern of you guys because you're outside, but you do watch as uh, the flames continue to spread. And, uh, Clay and Sylphie, you might be in trouble in a turn or two if you stay on the porch, but you're okay right now. Get off the roof. Um, get off, get the, off roof. the roof. Get, get off, off the roof. Get off the roof. Get off the roof. <laughs> um, God, I love Ulam. Uh, Sylphie. Okay. I. You. Me. <laughs> me. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you literally can't help yourself. I didn't even think about it. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's why I did it. Don't blow on the microphone. Okay. No, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a minor panic attack. It's fine. It's um, fine. Okay. Just, uh, I'm only uh, got less than half, half my HP. It's okay. Fine. So. Six seconds. My, okay, so I'm seeing here that my actions in combat, mm-hmm. oh no, wait, that won't matter. What? Never mind. Okay. Uh, it's not important. Um, all right, I'm going to... <sighs> Sorry. Six seconds. Okay, I'm going to... Move. No, wait. I'm going to stay there for a second. I'm going to cast. Or it's not really casting. Uh, I'm going to do lay on hands on myself. Uh, down. To cure uh, poison or to yes, heal? To cure, to cure poison. Okay, mark off so, five uh, yeah. from your pool. Yep. Paladin! Um, me! Uh, okay. And so that was my action. I just mm-hmm. imagine selfies on the porch and she's like, like trying to figure out what to do. And she just smacks herself. And she's <laughs> like, like, okay. <laughs> it hurt, it hurt itself in its confusion. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm also going to do another for bonus action. I'm going to do another bardic inspiration. Uh, so that Clay can get one. 
Uh, Clay is already inside. Oh, no, no, wait, sorry. I don't mean Clay. I mean... If you Hit. give it to somebody else, the person who already had it loses it. Really? Yes. God damn. Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna do that. No. Uh... Also, I very much appreciate Jamie's comment. I don't. I didn't see what she said. She just put the lyrics to fucking Bohemian Rhapsody in there. <laughs> um, Give him lightning, now he's dead. Okay, so since Lay on Hands isn't technically, it doesn't use a spell slot, can I use no. a spell for a bonus action? Yes. Cool. Great. I'm going to cast Healing Word on Kit. Oh. Healing uh, Word. Like, fuck up. Words. Uh, hey, kid. Hey. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who can do it? I feel suddenly better. <laughs> uh, seven <laughs> extra love, points love, of healing. Oh my I god, that's more idea. than that damn potion gave me. <laughs> yeah. I You're love welcome. the idea of healing word actually being a word. I want to like make that part of my thing as a DM to be like, I'm gonna cast healing word. What's the word? And they're gonna be like, pineapple. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you feel better, it's and like, you smell, you faintly taste pineapples. It's like a safe word, but you gain HP back. Well, I, I just, mean, I just yeah. yell it. I I point at Kit and I go, falafel. Lock many spices at the back of your your palate. Great. Yeah. Mm. I gag. What? Uh, what? And then I am also going to move. Right. I thought you weren't going to move. Well, I wasn't going to move then. She I'm going to move now. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, uh, Blake. Yeah, Blake. And I'm gonna move right here. Next to the fruit stand. Yeah, that's actually it. no, those are flowers. Oh. Uh <clears throat> it, okay. that's not gonna give me any cover if I crouch down beside it. No, it it's a table. Go. Okay, cool. Alright. Uh it. Clay. Clay, uh mildly terrified of everything that's happening and follows you. Um seeing Kit a little iffy at the moment. He shoots me. Um, hmm? He shoots me. No. No, I'm dead. No. <laughs> what would my next character be if I totally got wiped out? I don't know. What would it be? Man, I don't know. I'm going to have to going re fucking happen. draw them. Yeah, that's true. We just got character art and he's dead. <laughs> And we're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sylphie's going to be the one that survives till the very end. Yeah. This is Sylphie's story. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. I hope. We've talked about this. We have a contingency plan. We we'll do. Just... I know what my next character will be. I've already got it figured out. No. What? Go ahead. No, continue. Okay. It's a surprise. Um, he's going to fuck. Oh. I'm not. <laughs> no. Um... He's got fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was it that you have to say to the dragon turtle? Just like, fuck him! <laughs> okay. Um, so he is going... Six seconds. I'm well aware. <laughs> um, he's going to reach into his... I had to look at his inventory list. He's going to reach into his uh, bag of holding. 
um, and he pulls uh, another potion um, and he chucks it to you as his uh, as his bonus action. Um, so you can catch it, no problem. You don't know what it is, but it looks significantly more expensive than a healing potion. And he just yells, yep. streak that! It's more um, expensive. I licked it, I know. Gross. Um, I grossed <laughs> myself out. Oh, <laughs> Just mm, crystal. Uh, <laughs> but so uh, after after he tosses that to you, where where near the one who liked it? <laughs> he turns uh, Sophie and he uh, sort of giving you the signal to like cover your ears. He like fires over your shoulder, um, and he seeing this guy who is clearly a magic user. He's gonna fire at him. Um, and he is going to use, let's see, wait, he's not a gunslinger. What the fuck am I thinking? Would the elemental weapon still active? That'll hit. Oh, God, he's good at damage. Um... <clears throat> Oh no, I have a tickle in the back of my throat, so I might mute myself to cough terribly. Hold on, I might be able to power through it. It's okay. I mean, don't if you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) The look on your face, you're just like, I can do this. Yeah. Uh, So he fires over Sylphie's shoulder and uh, takes this guy straight in the sternum with this lightning bullet. Um, And you see, uh, as he's like aiming next to you, uh, you see the sort of motion of how he shoots this gun because it's uh, enchanted at the same time. You see that there's a second trigger that he pulls with his uh, middle finger below the first, and it sort of activates the magic at the same time and you see lightning shoot out not behind the bullet but at the same time and uh, strikes this guy and the arcs of lightning sort of crackle off of the gun itself and they actually touch your armor and your sword but they don't actually arc and hurt you Um, almost like a Vanagraph generator sort of Mm -hmm. feel to it Um, but yeah fires past you and uh, he's going to here to use his bonus action. So he's just going to use you for cover because <laughs> you have Great. a higher AC. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but he's there to back you up. Uh, I mean, that is good. All right. Uh, Heidelin Cultist. So, yep. Kit, I need another round. Wisdom saving throw. Indeed. Oh, that's not great. 11. Same results as last time. Okay. Gray Cloak saves. 11 points of radiant damage. Radiant damage. One point. Ah. 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 Two points. Ah. 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 So at this point, <laughs> that'll remove. Yeah, that'll remove both of these guys. Yes. The Gray Cloak remains. Oh, somebody help me with this asshole. Bastard. Beast. Um, the guys on the right side are all going to charge in. One, two, three, four, five. 
Nope, he's gonna stay outside. Alright. Um. Let's do clay and soul. Oh my god, they've surrounded me. Oh my god. These guys step back to try to get a little distance. Oh god, I can't cast revivify on myself. That's the plan. Um. All right, Selfie, since you're sort of the shield at the moment, uh, you're going to take two, Clay's going to take one. Um, that'll be a 15 and a 17 to hit you. Big. Nope. Both miss. Great. Big. Clay, um, the wizardly bro over here. Wizard bro. Is going to try to cast Scorching Ray at him. So that's actually three attacks. Uh, only one hit, and Mr. Clay has some resistances on his armor because he's an artificer. He's fancy. Indeed. So instead of eight fire damage, he only bougie, takes classy. Four. I don't know how the song goes. I can't think of the next lyric. Bad and bougie. No, that's no. not the one I was thinking of. I don't, think. I don't know. I think I was. Hit. I don't know. Yes. All hit right. Me. Kit you. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Um, Kit me, baby, one more time. Wow. <laughs> um, goddamn fruit flies. Fucking fruit flies. I've gotten rid of most of them, but they just keep coming. They're they're insane outside right now. Mm. Um, so the uh, the wizardly bro, well warlock bro, outside is going to take two eldritch blasts. It's you. Eldritch blast. One will hit for oh, a D10. Uh, that's five force damage. Okay. The three black cloaks around you are all coming in with swords. Oh no, they're swords. What's your armor class? 16. So all three of those will hit. Oh god! Oh Jesus. <laughs> He doesn't exist right. here. Uh, 15 <laughs> points of slashing damage from the three of them. Okie doke. And then the gray cloak uh-huh. is going to take a few steps back out of your circle. Uh, do I get and... an attack of opportunity? You... Yes. 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 I was in yes. melee with him. Oh, you do not. Because Why? he's part rogue. He can bonus action disengage. Oh, God. Um, I bonus but... action fuck that. Too bad. Uh, as he steps back and just like ducks away from you so you can't swing at him, um, you hear him say to his comrades, Hold still. I don't like that. I need Hold you. Hold still, comrades. What's the saving throw for this? Medium is favorite cooking of steak. <laughs> I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh no. Oh boy, it's 11. Okay. Uh, 14. Oh, oh no. Did Wait. you say 14 and you're still hold on, rolling? Hold on, hold on, I'm still rolling. Um. Oh no. Uh, uh. That is 30 fire damage. I need to roll for his buddies as well as they all get caught in fireball. He just fireballed us. 
they all fail as well. Oh, I I am negative twenty HP. Ooh. Um, that's gonna be enough to take all of them out. Uh, and you're unconscious. He told them to stand still, and he fucking wow, killed what them an all. Asshole. <laughs> I am unconscious. I am very unconscious. Spirit Guardians disappears. Okay. Oh, no. All right. Uh, that's the end of the hide and cloaks. Kitch, roll a death saving throw. Oh, I bet it's going to be great. Come on, buddy. 11. That is okay. one success. Oh, I know. Uh, the inn begins to fall apart. Sylphie, it is your turn. All as right. you hear a massive explosion of fire. Actually, let me check the range on fireball. Because Clay might have gotten caught in it. Um, no! <laughs> oh, fuck. 20 foot radius. Oh, uh, Clay is caught. I was dead center, so... 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, Clay got caught in it. Sylphie, you feel your hair singe. But you just avoided the radius. Um, okay, so for Clay's save. Okay, he saved uh, 15 damage for him. Jesus Christ. Um, can't, what's your max HP? Just so I know it in my head. 58. 58? Okay. So Clay, Clay's still doing okay, but he's starting to look a little rough. Um... Yeah, Sylphie, you hear the explosion, feel the heat, and turn and look back and see a charred kit laying on the ground, barely breathing. And uh, Clay looks terrified. Is it my turn, then? It is your turn. All right. I'm not a barbarian, but I would like to rage. Um, (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, if I want to vault over this table, how much will that... Uh, the the table is inconsequential. Okay. You can just shove it aside. Cool. I'm going to shove it aside. I'm going to go right up to this bastard and I'm going to hit him with my great sword. Wait, wait. And... Realism? Realism? What? <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> Turn the table. Rotated the oh. damn table. <laughs> okay. Realism. Okay, so you uh, run right up to him. I'm going to hit him with my great sword and I am going to divine smite this asshole. Well, let's see if you hit him first before you divine smite. Hold on. No. Okay, I can't do that. You can't divine smite? Can I? No. What level paladin are you? No, I can I can do divine smite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here here's here's what we're gonna do. As a bonus action, I'm going to bardic inspire my No, I can't give bardic inspiration to myself. You Shit. you can, you just take it away from clay. It says a creature other than yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. Can't Sorry. inspire yourself. Sorry, kid. I forgot. Gar! Uh, Gar! All right. That's Whatever. I guess I'm just going <laughs> to. Rar! Rafflecopter. Uh, <laughs> Rar, Lamau. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, all right. I'm just going to hit him with my greatsword. And if I hit him, then I'm going to divine smite. Yeah, you can choose after you see if you hit. No, 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 no! No! <laughs> What'd you get? Did you roll a natural one? No. It was a 12. You're not gonna believe this, but 12 will hit. What? 
Yeah. How will twelve hit? He's not a he's not a fighter. He's a wizard. He has a super low AC. Oh my god. I'm so excited right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So normal damage is not great. Um, it's five. Of two five. D six. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a two and a one. Right. So. And then divine we're gonna divine smite. smite. Divine um, smite. I am going to expend a third, my last third level spell Ooh. on that. So it's gonna be one hell of smite. Roll high. Roll high. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Okay, and then I get two more, right? Okay. It I love be, math face. Yeah, it could be better. Uh, 18 points of damage? Okay. 18 points of divine smite damage. Yeah. 18 points of smitten damage. Oh, wait. Oh, no. He's not undead or, or fiend. No. Oh, damn it. Okay. He is oh, That's all I can... He is... So, all together... He not only look like man. <laughs> he is man. Uh, yeah, so I guess all together it was how much? 20, uh, 23 total. Yeah. I tried. All right. Good try. No, that's pretty good, actually. Um, yeah, you just race toward him, throwing the table out of your way. Just overhand swipe with two hands, and you bring it down. Uh, you don't, like, hit the shoulder exactly where you're aiming, but the tip of the blade rips down across his chest and stomach and sort of severs this bandolier he's wearing, cuts the cloak tie so it falls off of him and uh, just rips the front of his belly open to the point where you're about worried, like his guts will, well, not worried, but I'm not hoping worried. his guts might spill out. Um, but it's more of a perforation than a straight cut. You hit the waistband, um, it falls to the ground. He's naked. No, not quite. <laughs> uh, I would yes and, but no. Uh, <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. Oh, I need to mark off these other guys who are already dead. And, um, so that'll do Sylphie. Clay. That'll do Sylphie. That'll do. Uh, seeing Kit down, but also still terrified, uh, is going to... Actually... He's just gonna. I never. I didn't even get a chance to take that potion he sent me. I'm just holding on to it. Yeah. He is. I rolled to siege. I rolled a bravery check, basically. He takes a flying leap over Kit and puts himself between you and the other guy. And he reaches down, grabs the potion, um, and just carefully picks up your head and uh, pours it into your mouth. I'll roll that Yay. for you. Um, so that'll be a total of 20 hit points. Okay. Restored. And uh, that's an action to feed someone else a potion. I'm alive! As a Please. bonus action, he reaches back into his bag of holding again, 
and he pulls out this um this weird jar that looks like it's filled with this um have you ever seen oobleck uh it's a it's the non-newtonian fluid that's made of cornstarch and water oh yeah 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 yeah. you can walk on it but if you stand still you'll sink it looks like it's filled with like this weird white fluid that isn't quite fluid um and he just smashes it uh and sort of like starts flicking it onto you onto these wounds and it sort of sinks into your skin and melts Ew. and you take another 20 hit points back oh my god this is some Ooh. weird bukkake shit i am not into <laughs> oh <God>. <laughs> you <laughs> should be into it it's saving your life um but as soon as he does that he turns around and like levels his gun and rapier at this other guy in an effort to defend you um, I have almost full HP suddenly. Well, that's good. Adolin cult. Suddenly, same Standing beside me. <laughs> Alright, so those three guys God. move in. This dude is going to scoot you back. Oh, Kit lived. Yay. Yay. Oh no, now I'm in trouble. Oh. Help me. We got trouble. All right, so right here in River right City. Here in River City. One of the two... Uh, Capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for fuck! That stands for pool! <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> two of the three will hit you. Um, the archer will hit you with his sword. That'll be four damage. To me? Yes. Okay. Uh, the other one misses, and then the wizard dude is going to do nothing he'd because be, he's a pacifist well he'd be running <laughs> kind of low on spells so he's gonna use an inflict wounds inflict wounds which will not hit oh no uh the gray cloak is going to bonus action disengage and one, two, three, four, five, six. What a coward. Beneath the eaves of this roof over here. As he backs up, coward. you see him doing the same motion that he did as he backed away from Kit, raising a hand. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Me or Sylphie? Sylphie. Oh, okay. oh no! He's going to sacrifice all his people again? Yeah, he's a dick. Oh my god. There's a reason for it. Oh god. I don't believe you. That's a ten. Ten? That will not do it. Uh, Kit, that... you better resurrect me. <laughs> don't worry, I have a diamond. Good. So that's going to be a total of 40 fire damage. Yep, oh. I'm... Who, buddy? Who, buddy? Yeah. Holy shit. I sure am down. That didn't take you to full negative, did it? No. Okay, okay. No, it needs to exceed her max HP in the negative. Yeah. I don't know what all, her max is. All at 50. once. Oh, to... it almost did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you are unconscious, and all three men around you are burned to crisps. Great. Crisps. Crisps. Uh, it's okay, I have an enchanted us... bucket. <laughs> That'll bring us to Kit. Oh my god. I, I'm imagining I'm on the ground. 
So I use... Oh wait, I forgot the last guy. He's gonna do oh. a thing at clay. Um... Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Why on Blaze. earth is this guy sticking around? He's seen that all of his pals have died. Yeah, he's kind I'd of be terrified. Like... That's why he's starting to back up, because he's like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Like, who's the enemy? But he fires Eldritch Blast at Clay. Um, which with 10... Clay is looking real bad. Um, he he's like bad. on his uh, in his teens at the moment for health. Um, but yes, uh, kids. Okay, so I use half my movement to stand up. Indeed. Uh, which gives me 15 left, and I think if I go diagonal, 5, 10, 15, I can get right next to Sylphie. I love how Jamie's in the background just rooting on the characters. Just like, whoop! <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck up, Clay! And then I'm you make going my armor to, on? <laughs> for Sylphie, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at second level. Yay. Which, let me pull it real quick. I think it's 2d8, but let me check. One d8. Oh, God. Just tell me what it is. Uh, 1d8, so second level. 2d8 plus spellcasting. Odd. Okay. Two, eight. Uh, it is going to be 12 points of healing damage. Healing damage? Uh, and then I... that That is... That's it. I can't. And everything I... I don't have a bonus action. So I guess I'll stand there and turn to face fuck nuts. Fuck nuts. Just keep clumping together. That's exactly what I want. I gotta save her, or else she's gonna die. Does that mean? So is my shield of faith gone? Down uh, you because lost it. The... yeah, it's concentration. Shit. Back to sixteen. Damn. Damn it. Back. All right, that's it right. for my turn. Uh, the inn is slowly falling apart. Selfie. <laughs> Oh, I got you just before initiative. Yay. Yay. Uh, Stand up, right. my child. Oh. I am going to aim... Uh, wait, hold on. I have to check my spell slots first because I'm running low. Well, you're uh, out of third levels. I know that. Yeah, I'm out of third levels. I still can cast Shatter at second level, though. It's not going to give me as much, but... Can still cast it, so I'm going to cast Shatter on that dude, Great Cloak. Mm -hmm. Um, con save. Uh, seventeen. Fuck, he passes, but he still gets half damage. So. Yep. Ooh. Okay. Uh, it is 21, so Ooh, half to that. Hot. Alright, he is looking a little fucking rough. Fine, uh, <laughs> And then... Yes, you cast Shatter, and you watch as a few, like, 
um, a few items on him, just minor stuff like cracks and breaks, uh, especially a couple like empty vials that he has. And he just like holds his head and staggers and sort of refocuses on the two of you, just pissed off that two fireballs didn't kill you. Uh, uh, is, did Clay use his bardic inspiration? Uh, he has, yes. Okay, I'm going to then, uh, like, like, since, since, uh, Kit is, like, standing in front of me, I'm going to be, like, just, like, put my hands on both of his shoulders and just kind of, like, in his ear, just go, like, you got this, buddy, don't fuck this up, and I'm gonna give him a bardic inspiration. Your 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 shit is inspired. I'm inspired. Is it a D six? <laughs> you better yes. believe that bitch is inspired. Yep. We love Joe Cat in this house. I'm inspired. <laughs> You're inspired, so you can do that on ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Okay. Good to know. But not death saving. But not no. death saving. Uh, Clay. Clay is fucked up right now. Yep. Um. And he's out in the middle of the open on his own, kind of scared. Uh, so he looks back to you guys, realizes that it's real stupid to get close to you, considering what the Grey Cloak has been doing. So, giving, uh, <laughs> following his big sister's example, he gives this table a shove and <laughs> just rushes past it off on a diagonal over here, trying to get away from the Grey Cloak but still within range of this fuckhead. And he is going to fire a shot. That'll hit. That's a really good shot. Jesus. Um, good. I believe this is the first time this particular guy has been hit. Mm, I think so, too. Um... As he fires off another crackling lightning shot. Um, and with his bonus action as part rogue, he's going to bonus action dash and get further away because he realizes he's about to go down and he's no use to you guys dead. True. So he just tries to get out of range. Um, just as he's running, he's just like, I'll come back, sorry, and just takes off. Totally get it. Uh, that brings us to the Heidelin cult members. Um, this dude is terrified. He runs. Good. He's bah. off the map, but that's the direction he went in. He does not want to get caught up in the next fucking fireball. Uh, the Grey Cloak steps out into the thoroughfare, uh, where Kit, you're standing between him and Sylphie, and, uh, Looking at the two of you, you see, uh, you actually get a good look at him this time. Uh, despite his gray cloak, you see that he's wearing a lot of, um, a lot of sort of robes underneath. Nothing of sufficient armor, um, except for like a metal chest piece that's more decorative than armor. Uh, he's got short, uh, graying black hair and sort of a scruffy beard. Looks like he's been at sea for quite a while. Uh, normally, he'd be very prim and proper and cleaned up. Um, but you see him holding a wand in his right hand oh, no. and uh, holding some kind of potion flask in his other hand. 
Uh, as his bonus action, he pops Slough the cork another. on the potion and oh. uh, drinks it. No! No! <laughs> we did all that work! And he's just gonna do full restore. Full restore. Uh, full restore like those Pokemon fuckers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, several of his wounds knit back together. And he lifts the wand and levels it toward you guys. Oh no. Um... doing me a concern. You'd probably go for selfie because you're the worst off right now. I'm hiding behind Kit, though. It doesn't matter when Magic Missile is concerned. If that's true, it'll just go... Cover <laughs> means nothing. Yeah. Um, so he's going to use several charges. Dude, no. I want a wand <laughs> of Magic Missile. That would be awesome. You might have one if that's you kill true. this guy. If he doesn't break it before you kill him. I'll kill him. He's going to use several charges, so that's going to fire off six missiles. Great. I'm, I'm uh, just letting you know for, right now. For a grand total of 16 damage. Yep, I'm back down. Holy! <laughs> just puddle on the floor. Great. Alright. Awesome. Uh... Yep, he's pretty much done all he really can. Kit. Okay. As this man, this older man faces you, realizing that he's within range and probably fucked, mm -hmm. he faces you with this sort of fearlessness that's kind of unsettling. Like, like a per I mean, exactly like a person fully dedicated to whatever cause he's serving doing this. He just sort of has his arms open, like wand in one hand and empty flask in the other, just sort of opening up, like welcoming you to try. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to use, so I can't double cast a spell. So I am going to, I'm going to, no, I'm not going to. Uh, I am going to dash straight up to him. And I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds at third level. Mm -hmm. Fuck him up. Right. Get him. Get him. No, Ben, don't give me that face! No! No, 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 no. At the mo last moment, Kit trips. It's a natural one. Yeah, Kit trips. Uh, you catch yourself... But you sort of stumble and look up, and he's right in front of you. Anything for a bonus action? I try to walk, but I stumble. Uh, We're both gonna die. <laughs> I oh, I don't have a bon I bonus action cringe. Just <laughs> oh god, this is gonna suck. <laughs> I was really hoping for that nat twenty. It's not even worth using my inspiration. Like, what am I gonna get a seven? No. Yeah. yeah. Natural one is a natural one. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Uh, that was the, my last third level slot. The roof of the lodge collapses. Sylphie, I need a death saving throw. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen? One success. Yes. One success. Ah, All right. Ah, ah, uh, Clay, ah, ah. who can see under the eaves, he can still see the gray cloak and kit. 
He comes on his way back. Oh my god. Uh, Shoots this motherfucker. He sees Selfie down. Bonus action dash. He can't make it all the way to you. So Kit, as he gets close to you, um, he turns and levels his gun at the gray cloak. Please hit him, please hit him. That'll hit. Yay. God, he's such a good shot. Good. It's cannon. He has a cannon. Um, So that's... Well, that'll undo that potion at the very least. Uh, Yeah, he levels the shot, shoots him like under the ribs on one side, and the gray cloak sort of tenses, but he doesn't double over. Um, his eyes are still trained on you, Kit. Shocker. Uh, bonus action, Clay. There's not much he can do for a bonus action to help you. Um, he's gonna use his basic healing potions because he doesn't have any other big, powerful ones anymore. Um, oh, that's not great. Alright. Down's potion, couple bruises go away, not much. Um, but yeah, Clay looks at you, Kit, and he's just like wide-eyed, terrified for you. The gray so cloak I. sort of picks himself up from the shot and just levels the wand at you. Oh, point blank. Point blank. Can't miss. Couldn't miss anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. magic. Miss. I mean, it's advantage to... because I'm on the ground, so. Um, you, you watch as he levels the wand at you. The wand cracks in his hand as he uses the last of the charges. Uh, it's not great. Uh, s- 10 damage? Oh, okay. Whew. Yeah, I'm fine. Good. Okay. Um... This podcast is not brought to you by anything. <laughs> it's brought this, to you by uh, my artwork. Yeah. <laughs> brought to you by these assholes. Yep. These yep. assholes. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Okay. To let um, you <laughs> So the... Assholes. He's going to... Bonus action disengage. Now available at your local line and step away from you to get a better angle. But even though he has disengaged, as he steps past Clay, Sentinel engages. So Clay gets an opportunity attack regardless of disengage, which hits, which means the gray cloak cannot move any further. Slashes him with his rapier. Ooh, Sentinel. Um, you, you see, you try to take a swing, but it, it just whiffs, and Clay turns and with lightning precision, no pun intended, just takes a lunge at the gray cloak and stabs him through the calf and it stops him on the spot. Um, the gray Hell cloak yeah. looks like he is ready to keel over. Oh, he could have be turned into frog legs. 
It's so crispy. That'll bring us back to Kit. Yep. I'm you're use, still alive. I'm going to use half my movement to stand up. No, you're still standing. Oh. You, you stumbled, but you didn't fall. Oh, I thought I hit the ground. No. Oh, okay. I'm going to move up to him. Mm-hmm. As I'm, Clay is still holding onto the rapier in his calf. And I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds at second level. Okay. You... Let me check Sentinel real quick. Okay. Oh, I don't... Uh, yeah, if there's an advantage or something. Okay, no, continue as normal. Okay. Oh. Oh. 26 to hit. Hell yeah! Okay, so... Inflict the wounds! Inflict wounds at second level, so that's 4d10. Get him. All tens. Get him dead. Pretty close. Uh, 28 points of necrotic damage. How would you like to do? Yeah! I, so, after he shoots me with uh, the magic missile, I just, like, stand up very calmly and, like, dust myself off. Like walk over calmly, grab him by the throat, and just start laughing until I, he just oh God. everything just melts away across yeah. like my skin and down my arm until it's dripping yeah. on the ground. You, as you're holding onto him, you watch the black vein spread up and up and up, and as it reaches the eyes, the eyes are the first thing to melt and pop and just drain oh my God. down. It's like the lost art. Yeah. And then. It almost seems like the breaks in the skin from the hair follicles is where more starts to drain out from his head and the hair falls out and the nose just caves in until you can see the actual shape of the bone and the teeth fall out and just trickle down your arm until he's just a pile of human shit on the ground. Ew. Uh, Amidst a skeleton. That's my turn. Okay. Oh, Sylphie, I guess I can I... I can move the rest of my movement towards Sylphie, but... Yes. Uh, Sylphie, I do need you to make another death saving throw before someone else, someone can help you. Ooh. Uh, well, that was a six, so... Fail. That's a fail. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Clay gets to go first, technically. Yes. Uh, Clay dashes his way over, and uh, you see him pull out some more supplies from his bag. Mundane supplies, but... Okay. Um, he does manage to uh, stabilize Sylphie, at least for the moment. So you're at zero, but you're mm-hmm. not dying. Well, that's good. Um, so we will end initiative so that you guys can actually get her back on her feet. I will... I'll cast Cure Wounds at second level for you. I'll mm-hmm. roll it. The last black cloak disappears into the distance. You know, don't know where he went. Uh, 13 healing damage. Sweet. Healing damage. Yeah. Um, yes, you're back on your feet as the (laughs) as the lodge is falling in on itself. Uh, villagers, now that the threat is gone, are running up with buckets trying to put out, or at least contain the blaze to just one building. Um, Mia and Bull and Astrid do eventually arrive. They were quite a ways away. 
Um, but they come in and like <laughs> scoop you guys up, and they're like, "Holy shit!" And they get you back to the ship to sort of no, look no, after you. No, I want to loot that asshole. Oh my God. Uh, okay. I sure. want to loot the puddle. Okay, make an investigation check amidst yes. the gook. The gook. Uh, is it rotted and covered I with knew, gook? I fucking knew it. Um, <laughs> investigation, it's 12. 12. Um, you find the broken magic missile uh, wand. Do uh, you do come away with a gross purse of like 50 gold. Perfect. Uh, and you come away with a almost unreadable gross melted flesh covered piece of paper almost unreadable yeah it'll take some cleaning but you could probably figure it out melted flesh paper perhaps some prestidigitation which I don't have which Clay does have Ah, prestidigitation he clean clean boy (laughs) he clean boy Uh, okay I will take the the melted flesh paper and the gold Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave yeah. the little purse behind because I don't need it, but I'll take the points. It's also covered in blood. That's um, fine. Amongst the other bodies, if you do care to loot their charred corpses, yeah. uh, you guys will come away with probably a total of about 100 gold between them all. And uh, some other scraps of paper that are written in other languages that none of you know. I'll take them all. Okay. Okay, Pumat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you sounded like right there. I'll take them all. Um, But yes, you gather yourselves up, gather your friends. Uh, What would you like to do as the lodge burns? Uh, Sylphie, give yourself 50 gold. I'll split it with you. Oh, thanks. Um, And uh, as the lodge burns, I would like to think momentarily that I have an enchanted bucket of never-ending water and then go back to the ship. Okay. Jerk. Bye, Moose. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm just. I just turn to Clay, just kind of like clutching my side, like, "Hey, uh, so you wanna go? Let's go." Yeah. Um. Let me. He looks around, like looking for his companions, and then you see him look at the lodge. I hate to break it to you, pal, but. Did they? Did people come out while we uh, were fighting? Not all of them. A lot of them got trapped inside. Well, the roof already collapsed, so yeah. cry on the boat. Yeah. He looks at the lodge and he's like, "My mom is gonna be so pissed." Did she own that moose? No, she employed the guys. Oh. I mean, they weren't like my friends, but. Still, let's, still, guys. Yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, my dudes. yeah, he limps along beside you guys, and you see the enchantment fade off his gun as he holsters it, and the uh, second ethereal trigger fades. All right, I guess I'll slowly limp back. Yeah, um, <laughs> guys, make your way back to the horizon runner. Uh, Captain Aladir has seen all of this transpire and heard a lot of it from this distance. 
He uh, looks at you guys. Not help. Okay. Cool. Sort of narrows his eyes. Doesn't say anything. Cool. Um, Does this boat have a? You got like a a get up and go like setting. Like let's let's. A jump start. Button. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Captain Oladir, as you ask him, he's like, I believe that would be smart. Way way anchor. Anchors, At, uh, what? Throw, throw the sail. Uh, throw the sail. On to oblivion. I don't know how to sail a ship. Captain Oladir is just staring at you. Cool. As you work, I walk away. Uh, loose the sails, cast off. Loose and, the sails. Uh, don't throw yes. the sails. <laughs> <laughs> don't throw the sails. They're very throw expensive. Throw them overboard. Yeah. They're so expensive. <laughs> Um, yeah, the crew, like, the crew gathered themselves up super fast, and everybody gets on board with what few supplies they managed to, uh, acquire, and you guys get the fuck out of there as smoke just billows into the sky. Oops. Proper chaos. Nice job. Um, Solid. Wasn't my fault this time. It definitely wasn't, um, other than your existence. Well, that can't be helped. So, I will scooch us back to Harris, the map. You guys begin the arduous part of the journey. Or at least a portion of it will be arduous. The next three days of sailing will take you to Ambro and the village of Greensmarch if Astrid doesn't fuck up. Oh yeah, we have a hurricane to go through. Indeed. Um, actually, oh it is almost seven, so this would be a good spot to take a break. Yeah, agreed. All, All right, right, well... We, we shall return briefly for the uh, Ambro part of the... Uh, I don't know what the fuck I... I, was trying I don't to know Scottish. what that accent was, but yeah. Uh, I was trying to be Scottish, but only certain words came out yeah. uh, the correct <laughs> way. Um, but yeah, You're pulling we'll a be... Matt Mercer, it's okay. He we'll does that sometimes, much. he's just like... Here's three Scottish words, and then the rest is normal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll uh, approach the uh, Ambro leg of this journey. Coming up next, All right. take us out. We'll be back. Uh, and we're back. I had to turn on my microphone. Oh. <laughs> Hi, diddly-ho, Dungeon Dragon Arenos. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Hi, diddly-ho. Indeed. All right, so that... diddly diddly. Oh God! <laughs> Listen, I didn't say I was funny. <laughs> I neither did I. Say you were funny. Aha! All right, let's play. Well, Cut the feed. <laughs> turn it off. We're done. Done. <laughs> Shut the it down. Thing. Shut it down. Um. <laughs> um anyway, so. You guys are on your way to Ambro Island in the village of Greens March. Making our way. Making your way down up sea. Sea. Up sea. Ew. Sailing fast. Islands fast. And your <laughs> moors rest bound. I love how the like the thing with that stupid fucking joke is to struggle through the lyrics and then like nothing happened, just be like bah, 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 bah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so trying to write down my spells and instead of writing cure wounds I wrote down cure words. 
quiero no guarda. We could use that uh, on here sometimes. Right. Cure words? Cure, yeah, cure our weird stuttery words, I guess. At least Speak me. for yourself, I'm perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. I'm so dyslexic. My and brain I, and I is like... My brain is like blah, 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 like firing like constantly. So, so many things to think about. Yeah, Math, sometimes. Backstory. Yeah. Oh God. Sometimes the words are just like. <laughs> All we have to do is say hello and you restart. Yeah, I'm like what what. Uh, hi. Hi. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Hi. <laughs> okay. Anyway, before we get stuck on that, um, the. F- first day away from the Pelon Peaks, uh, you cross a strait and then stick close to the shoreline of an outlying island. What do we do uh, to the strait? Huh? What? I was making a bad joke. Continue. Did you say Clearly. cross the strait? Yeah, you said yeah. we crossed a strait and I was like, How do what we did we do it? to what wrong we... them? Yeah, what do we do? Hmm. Um, Aha! You said a thing about his mother. <laughs> and he was real pissed about it. Gotta pay your restitution. We'll find you. Straight, your mama is so bad at parenting that you had to go to therapy when you were older. <laughs> oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> that was a bit real for all of us. Hey, yo, straight. Your mama was such a bad mama that you have PTSD and you can't experience intimacy. Oh god. <laughs> My god. <laughs> Dear Christ. I'm gonna need y'all to calm the fuck down, please. Oh god. Cross yourselves. Good god. Um Yes. <laughs> Lord save us. <laughs> Is that how you cross yourself? The cross YMCA. YMCA. You do YMCA? Yeah. I love it. All right. Yes, your your first day uh is pretty chill this outlying island doesn't seem to have many signs of civilization on it aside from a couple boats might moor there occasionally for fishing and whatnot uh the second day is spent pretty much out in the open water um which for captain aladir is not his favorite uh especially with the sea of green hall being you know, the water that you're crossing, even though you guys aren't anywhere near close to the center. All the sailors are still pretty superstitious. Um, Sylphie, you start to pick up some of their superstitions in how each day, like, some, some have different sort of traditions that they follow, but as they're in open water in the Green Hall Sea... Uh, you see a lot of the sailors, like, with their morning uh, rations and breakfast, they will, like, throw a bite or two overboard or, like, dump a bit of their daily, like, alcohol allowance or even fresh water overboard. Um, they never give up, like, fruit and stuff because that's super important, but... Um, <clears throat> and typically, you see some of the... Uh, some of the crewmen who are definitely at least partially Dalmarig, uh, who have the sort of same skin tone as Kit, um, they pray every single day, uh, especially at sunset. Um, 
the sunset of the second day, the wind begins to pick up the closer and closer you get to Ambero. And you could potentially see it. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Um, you could see it from here if it were not for wind and funnels in the distance and fog just constantly swirling past um, that just completely obscures the island from view. Uh, what was Kit going to do? Well, I was going to say on the first day I cast tongues so that I can read the papers, but tongues only works with spoken language. Yes. So um, I, I guess well, on that first day I wanted to have Clay clean off that one piece of paper that I have. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, then, as you show it to him, it's like crusty at this point, and he's like, "Oh God!" And he snaps his fingers. Oh God! And the 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 <laughs> blech just sort of shrivels away and oh, leaves cool. a sparkly clean paper. Perfect. Uh, what's it written in? It is written in. Or do I know? You would recognize the script as Infernal. Anybody speak Infernal? Anybody? Anybody? Nope. Bueller. I speak nope. common, elvish, and celestial. Do I see not to not to like you know look for profile? But are not there to any profile, tieflings? but there are any tieflings anywhere? <laughs> yes, this this particular ship has a lot of tieflings. It is, after all, a lock many vessel. Um, ah. Yeah, you can grab one of them. Um, the nice looking one. The the nice looking one. The one who looks kind and helpful. Oh, I not you the I was one who's the hot. One. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that's like that's like racist, man. Um, the nice looking one. I want the one that's gonna be nice to me. Yeah. Um, no, among them, uh, the crew is uh, sort of like three quarters men, a quarter women, um, and then a few in between here and there. Um, you uh, search out one of the uh, women who's actually the bosun. Uh, she seems like. Even though she does run, like, the crew, uh, their work, she overlooks their work, she seems to be stern, but pretty supportive and, like, kind to the crew, unlike the captain, who's just like, get it the fuck done. Um, she's much more understanding. Uh, you approach her and, uh, give her the paper. She looks over it, and she writes down a translation for you. Um, the paper pretty it's a pretty short note it is a set of coordinates uh which when translated over to common numbers is pretty easy uh and simply beneath it it says intercept Uh, what are where are the coordinates are they the pelon peaks um Make, well, you probably wouldn't have much credence to understand yeah. coordinates Where's the in navigator? This world. Uh, Where's the, the boat steerer? Well, first of all, give me just an intelligence check. Oh, that's going to be low. Unnatural 20. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yes, um, not- apparently, at some point, you saw a book that talked about longitude and latitude and you learned longitude and latitude <laughs> and you apparently learned how coordinates work in this world oh. um 
in at Lauren. Um, I haven't really developed the system too terribly much. I'm sorry, it was 19. You don't know shit. No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> in this world, uh, coordinates work fairly similarly, um, except for each... Uh, instead of like very specific points like down to the decimal point um each sort of area uh, city within um within the world also has its own like call code that goes in with coordinates so if your coordinate is within a city it has a call code and then the coordinates um this one does uh does have a call code but the coordinates lie sort of in the out out uh outer reaches uh it shows you it would show you port vedrick but a little bit to the east like sort of the hamlets outside of uh port vedrick okay oh so it was meant for clay Probably. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, and I have a bunch of other papers too. Like, yes. Um, some of them, as you go over them, they're in multiple different languages, but some of them have the same numbering system as common. Mm -hmm. So you do recognize that several of them are coordinates that actually track a line from Port Vedrick to Port Midcourt to Eris Home to Greens March to Wick Upon Pine to Moore's Rest. Um, and they all seem to be pages out of the same notebook, but all torn and scattered amongst them, like they were trying to keep them apart and hidden. Um, but you can gather, even if you can't read all of them, that they all pretty much say the same thing. This is the path intercept. I will let uh, Sylphie and Clay know what I found and also let them know that most likely we are going to be facing more interception along the way. To also note, the port mid-cord uh, coordinates, there's a slash through them on this particular paper. And in common, there's just a note that says, off course. Clay okay. never hit mid-chord. Ah. Mm. Um, yeah, you guys can very easily guess that this was meant to track Clay. Okay. Um, when Clay hears about that, he's kind of fucking terrified. So... Um, yeah. Why does... Why did... They... So, are we to assume that they were trying to get rid of Clay after they heard he was straying from what Alistair wanted, or were they actively doing this when he was still assumed to be joining them? Well, the intercept note starts in Port Vedrick before he would have known. He found out on his way to so Midcourt. Why would they want to get rid of them if they thought he was joining them? I mean, I guess we can have this actual conversation, like, in-game if we were. wanted to. Yeah, I, I thought I was, too, yeah. but... Um, Clay I... 
looking over all these notes in this perfect line of coordinates that you guys actually map out. He says, uh, yeah, it looks like every single one of these is like where we would have been midday if we would have kept good time. And you didn't, so you, you didn't go to Vedric. No, I started in Vedric. It's where I'm from. Didn't go to Midcourt. I didn't go to Midcourt. Didn't mid-court. go to Midcourt. Okay. So we must so... have like caught them off guard by me suddenly showing up in in uh, uh, in Pelon Peaks. So these guys. I mean, if if they didn't know I was going to skip Midcourt, these guys were here waiting for me. Yeah. That and explains why we found them in Eris Holm. Yeah. Sure do. So, why? I wonder... Well, so, what were you exactly told by Alistair? Um, well, I was at home just kind of doing my thing, studying, learning on my own, and uh, I got a letter from him, a handwritten letter that told me that now that I was older and had some skills in magic and whatnot, he wanted me to come join him uh, out in Wickpon Pine. And, uh, or, well, I was supposed to meet him in Midcourt. We were going to go to Wickpon Pine. And he said basically he was taking me there to get me more training and he was going to train me in swordplay along the way. Um, said some allies might be joining him, business partners. And he looks, back, us? he looks back down. No, at the, uh, I think he was thinking about Venrith. Corsair, because he, he, he was in midcord. He looks back down at all the coordinates and he says, but the cultists were trying to intercept me from the first moment I left. I wonder... So we were told by the Sentinels that uh, Alistair... So, basically, this is just what they told me, that the, the cult sometimes can if you are a member you can offer up a child or your children to them uh as an offering of some sort of i don't even know what i don't know if it's sacrifice i don't know what exactly it's supposed to be but um you can do that and uh get in better with the members they told me that he turned, he, okay, sorry if this is going to get a little real here, but just remember, he sucks. So he said, or they said that he originally offered you up, but then rescinded his offer. So I wonder if he changed his mind again and was trying to get them to kidnap you and or maybe they they wanted it and were denied that could be too because maybe alistair doesn't even know 
We still don't know who sent you the message telling you about Alistair. Right. Why would they want me now, though? Don't, don't they want, like, kids? It sounds like... I feel like it must have been somebody else who told you to stop you from going to Midcord because you would have been intercepted there. Yeah. So they basically helped throw off the the path. Kit, mm-hmm. is there a way that you could... Do you have sending for today? Mm-hmm. Would you be able to send a message to Alana and ask if they know who sent the letter because they knew that he was going to be in Pelham Peaks. Mm-hmm. So maybe they know who sent the letter or if they have some sort of information about that. The the letter he got from Alistair? No. Oh, not the, not that. Sorry. Uh, the sending. Spell. Oh. Because I'm wondering if it's one of them. That's interesting. But, I mean, it could be one of them. But also, they seem to do more observing than anything else. So how much do these sentinels know about me? Oh, more than you know about lot. yourself. Shit. Like, they have, they have, like, books on, like, everybody. Like, I was and... in there, Kit was in there, this mm. whole thing. And nobody thought to, like, tell me or my mom. Oh, they don't tell people they, things. They, they just record. Yeah. They just kind of like observe and. The fuck good is this sentinel if they don't use the information? They do yeah. very slightly. Well, they also are using us to kind of do their dirty work for mm-hmm. them. So. Great. Yeah. Uh, I... So, yeah, Kit, if we could send something to Alana, like maybe they could confirm who. It was who sent that information to him. Yeah. I will... Could be worth a shot. Cast sending to Alana. Okay. Yep. Hi, Alana. It's Kit. Just wondering if someone sent a message to Clay to... I've already lost track. Get (laughs) him off... The Heidelin Cults Trail. Uh, let me know, please. I'm gonna say that was 25 words. Sure. It was. I counted all of them. Okay, good. I lost track. I was like, I'll be helpful, and then I was like, math. <laughs> Numbers. Um, uh, count. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after a moment, um, you, you feel the message reach through, and uh, you hear Ilana's voice. Um, she thinks for a moment before answering, but you can sort of hear the her, her breathing as she thinks, and she says, Well, it's good to know you found Clay. I don't know who would have alerted him. We were trying to make sure Sylphie was the one. None none of ours. Have you perhaps thought about someone on the inside of the Arbiters? Does Marin have that ability? I... Uh, I relay all of that, obviously. 
Alicia just had that thought, like, while we were talking to Alana. I was like, oh, wait. It might have been Baron. Um, uh, Clay, what what did the voice sound like that spoke to you? Uh, that's a good question. Um, kind of kind of young but like deeper feminine uh i don't know she was kind of in a rush uh she whispered it like she was afraid someone was gonna hear her um i don't know she didn't she didn't really give any details just just the stuff about alistair uh Actually, now that I think about it, I think she was going to say more, but she didn't. Just, I'm not sure. It sort of sounded like she wanted to say more, but she stopped herself. Uh, Ben, how much did you relay to me? Uh, Like, what specifically? From Alana's message? Oh, all of it. She asked if Marin was alive. Is Marin alive? Are you saying no, that? No, no. I think okay. Kit, Kit would be more confused. He'd be like, she said she was wondering if it came from Marin, but you said Marin's dead. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Insight check. Let, let's pretend Alicia's not like this is not Sylphie's face. Um, yeah, yeah that's weird. And deception. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh no. 14. Natural 20 for 27. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I'm so insightful. Yeah. Jesus. Um, as as Sylphie kind of like tries to brush off, I was like, yeah, she's she's dead. That is such a lie. Sylphie knows something. Do you wanna wanna tell the truth this time? I I don't know what you're talking about. I unless they know something I don't, I I send a message to Alana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I hear you correctly? That Marin could have sent the message. <laughs> um, we were intercepted by the Heidelin cult, and they were going to intercept Clay all the way to Moore's Rest. That should be less than twenty-five. Um, she hesitates a moment, realizing that she fucked up. Um, you done fucked up. Yeah, and I told her, like, I was always... Mm. <clears throat> yeah, but circumstances being what they are, Marin's kind of involved. I know. She assumed you would tell Kid eventually. Um, she says, uh... Fuck. Hmm. Yes, we have reason to believe that Marin lives and uh, may be in close contact with Silas Moore. (sighs) 
whatever you needed to know. Um, it could be her if she had that capability. That's it. Hmm. Interesting. Do you want to tell me now? I haven't relayed any of that message. I'm just... Hold on. I gotta, like, stop. This is what I do when I'm, like... <laughs> when I'm nervous. I, like, laugh and... But I don't... Sylvie's not doing this. <sighs> okay. I'm acting now. Acting. Acting. Uh, acting. All right, I was going to tell you eventually. Mm. We were we're on our way to Moore's Rest. I just wanted to get Wedna out of the way first. So Baron's alive. <sighs> yeah. I thought you said she was murdered in front of you. She was. And that, she was. That doesn't concern you? slightly that we just saved a necromantic puppet in midcore and now Marin's alive. I've thought about it. Listen. When we met Alistair, he said that the payment for killing Wedna would be Marin back. He, I zone of truthed him. He said she was alive for all intents and purposes. I, when we met the Sentinels, I had Alana scry on her and it's her. So for all intents and purposes, she's alive and DM, I don't think that her eyes were all weird like Tamar's were, right? No. Okay. And she didn't have she didn't have eyes like Tamar's, so I mean that has to be something, right? Do we know that it works the same every single time? Do you? That no, I I'm mean, asking Sylphie that. I know, but I'm commentating. Mm -hmm. Do you? walkers come in all shapes and sizes. I didn't ask, but... Mm. I'm terrible. Well, um... Uh, so I guess I'll be truthful with you. We're, um, we're stopping at Green's March because I have to pay for this bag. Uh, I just have to drop a box off and then we can go. So, you know, so just so everything's off the table. So, I just think it's a little funny. <laughs> it's that... a little bit funny. This <laughs> <laughs> feeling inside. <laughs> I just think it's kind of interesting how we're going on this very dangerous mission to get my sister back, mm -hmm. but we might die in a crazy typhoon because you needed a bag. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's like... 20 square feet or 10 no it's like actually 14 cubic feet if we can put a lot of stuff in there okay what's in there now that you needed so bad oh literally everything i own 
that you were carrying with you before. Yeah, but now it's in this handy dandy bag. I can't. I can't. You. I felt so. Get. Oh no, we're getting into it. We're getting into it. I felt so okay. guilty about not telling you about Marin. Okay, I thought you were going to convince me to not do it or something because you thought like she was going to be a zombie or something like that. And then you were going to be like, oh, it's not worth it. And Alistair's lying to you or whatever. But now that I know that you hide stuff from me, that's even more like. I cast silence. Bullshitty. <laughs> Just go full, Sam. This lasts for 10 minutes. I'm just going to keep yelling until, until it wears off. So I'm just going to look at Clay while she's like being silent and be like, so we'll, um, we just have to make a couple of stops and then we'll try to keep you alive the entire time. And I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later. And I go back to my cabin. I follow him. After, after 10 minutes. Oh no, I've locked you out. You can't get in. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm standing outside your door. Yep. Just yelling. Yelling. <laughs> you scream oh, yourself well, hoarse. Um, as soon as you leave the 20 foot sphere, you begin making noise again. And actually none of us inside yeah. the sphere can talk. And a bucket of... <laughs> <laughs> I should have read the whole spell. It's okay. So are we still in the sphere of silence? It's the next day now. I followed you? Oh no. my god, you're not You yeah. don't get to time skip, Mr. Flair. I'm standing outside your door. I'm like yeah. I am never telling you anything ever again. Cause apparently that's how this relationship works. We just don't tell each other anything. I didn't even know you had a brother. You have a brother? What's up with that? I'm playing with Hinto. You hear quiet. Oh, you're playing with the dog, okay? Fine. You know what? I have a new, like, cool brother. I have Mia's cool, too. So maybe we'll just all, you know, form our own party. And then you don't have to be part of it, because you don't want to be part of anything, because all you want to do is mope around all by yourself and just lie about bullshit. Fine, bye! And then I leave. Solid. Okay. Wow, that was a little bit of PTSD for me, not gonna lie. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. It's no, it's fine, how... you're good, you're good. I'm not worried about it. It's just how Silty feels. You're fine, I'm not concerned. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, Silty, you make your way back up on deck, and uh, Clay is, like, giving you space, just, like, Okay. <laughs> Just like leave her be. I know how this works. Um, fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You didn't lie to me. Not yet. Shut up. You're not there. Yeah. Shut up. Um. He's like, I. Mm, uh. I'm. <sighs> I'm not good at talking. That's it. 
period. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Sometimes I like to think I am good at talking, but it's like there's this other person who's controlling all of my words, and she's really bad at it. Uh, so I, I understand that. Uh, I kind of get that. Yeah. Like, in your head, you're a lot smarter than you actually sound. Sure. Or there's, yeah, just some... Fourth wall, fourth wall, fourth random wall. Random asshole. <laughs> it's like, yeah. There's um, some random person called Alicia in, like, yeah. this magical land called Michigan. I've named her Alicia. Mm -hmm. And she comes from No, Michigan. this is not canon. Oh, uh, I draw the line. Um... Yeah, he's like, well, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna like prepare some shit because we're about to go into like a typhoon, um, apparently. And I've, I've seen hurricanes, but this is like some bullshit. I mean, hopefully Astrid will get us through. Hopefully. Sure, I'll pretend I trust that crazy woods woman. Yeah, <clears throat> that's what I've been doing, and I haven't had like any, you know, mental breakdowns about the fact that we have a fifty percent chance of dying. But you know, I mean, an eighty-five percent chance of dying. I mean, no, no, opposite way, opposite way of like, not dying. Why did it get worse? Not dying. <laughs> I meant to say like, not dying. No, Sylphie totally said it like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Um, god. Now we have an eighty-five percent. Wait, why? <laughs> why did it suddenly go up? <laughs> what do we need to change? This is that look you gave me every time you look at me weird? I just goes up. No. Every time Even Kit tells a lie, it goes up 5%. So yeah. we'd be dead. We're fucked. Like, you would yeah. literally be dead before you could get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just like, listen, I am. Um, yeah, I'm going to go prepare some stuff and try to be proactive about all this weird shit. Uh, <laughs> and as he's like trying to so ungracefully like walk away because he feels awkward. Um, he finally gets an opening as Bull steps up, having seen the fight. And <laughs> Clay looks at him. He's like, oh yeah, he's a better talker. Bye. Um, and he just takes off. <laughs> he's like, I'll be... If you need to talk about anything, like, I'm here, but I I'm bad at it. I get it. It's fine. Sorry. Yeah, he, he takes off. Um, but Bull comes up to you, and he puts one of his big, massive hands on your shoulder says are you okay i'm fine it's fine why i'm not mad because this is just what kid is he just does things so i shouldn't be mad right he just lies all the time he doesn't say anything about himself even about stupid stuff like a fucking bag a bag? We're going into a typhoon because he had to get a bag. I feel better now. Thank you. I, I, I kind of thought that that might help. Um, and he he kind of pulls you and he's like, come here. And he wraps you up in a hug. Just kind of holds you there for a second. Just big ol' 
swaddling bear hug. Um, oh. Says, yeah, he's he's difficult. Yeah, no shit. And I, I think that's kind of an understatement, but um, I mean, he's helping. He might not talk about everything, but he's helping. I don't know. There comes to a certain point where like this it doesn't help. And it hinders. Which is what is happening right now. Well, um... God, I can't can't say the usual thing of like try to talk to him uh, doesn't work that way with Kit uh, I'll just cast silence on you apparently well you were kind of yelling in his face I'm not saying I mean, it's your fault but he sort of deserves it he, he seems like the kind of person who doesn't respond well to being yelled at I mean, no one responds well to being yelled at. Well, that's why you should really try not to. But I, again, it's not really your fault. I'd be kind of miffed at him too. But um, I don't know. I gotta think that if he's on board for what you're doing and um, wants to help, he can't be all bad. And yeah, this is kind of a stupid side mission, but I mean, at least we'll get to see kind of a cool place. If we make I don't know, I'm trying to be a mediator there. here. I'm not really good at it. No, it's fine. I guess maybe, I don't know. Some days I think Kit and I are a good team, you know? Like, we kick a lot of ass together. It's mostly him, but I don't know. We don't shut up, Ben. <laughs> the uh, root of the problem here is just that Ben's an asshole. A bit. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Uh, I needed a bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I think you know at the beginning of this I didn't care that he didn't say anything you know I we all have our baggage but now we're just together and it's like we kind of have to figure out like how this is going to work as a partnership and not just yeah. a one-time gig because it's not anymore. Yeah, and I imagine it's doesn't feel that great for him to know so much personal detail about you and you don't know anything about him. I mean, he never tells me anything. I know. It seems to me like he's the sort that he's kind of used to going it alone. And um, might prefer it prefer it that way, but uh, I don't know. I feel like 
if we just kind of give up the the uh, sort of apathetic bit might be a little better off but I don't know he the only thing he seems to care about is the dog yeah I know <laughs> and even that might be a stretch <laughs> There's something deeper to Kit. There must be. Uh, <laughs> we'll get an emotional performance out of you at some point. I think if you actually like, if you approached him with, you know, even though it can be frustrating, just sort of tried to talk to him about it, explained why it, you know, makes you mad. I feel like he'd at the very least try not to piss you off so often. You'd think that, but yeah, he does that intentionally. So. I don't think the teasing and the, like the old age jokes are ever going to end, but yeah, no. Uh, I mean, the only experience I've got to go off of is mine, and we haven't gotten into a shouting match yet, so I guess we're doing okay. Well, but I it's... can't, I can't see you yelling at anybody. Well, I have a couple times, maybe. When? Like, mostly for show, in like the rings. Yeah, that doesn't count. In like a fox once that stole something from me. Well, that's yelled at a fox. He yelled at a fox. <laughs> Just like, get him, fox! <laughs> it was more like, get back here, bring that back. That, he, he, that he, also he, doesn't he, count. Dirty fox. Farm it? <laughs> um, yeah. That also doesn't count. It really wasn't all that yelled-y, but uh, I don't know. I kind of just don't try to uh, clash with anyone if I can help it. That sounds nice. Yeah, it turns you into a little bit of a doormat. A lot of people think you're just kind of stupid. You're not stupid. Yeah. Well, thanks for the talk. I'm yeah, less... no, it's not that much help. But I am I yelling anymore? Well, you've never really yelled at me, so of course not. I, I figure if you ever did, it probably wouldn't be my fault, or else maybe I'd deserve it. I won't yell at you. I promise. <laughs> you will one day. <laughs> okay, I'm. Uh, don't think so. Okay, whatever. Um, that when is the any other time that you've heard me yell, besides just now? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Um, but on the other hand, uh, away from that subject, um, your you sister's alive. Oh, I didn't tell you either, did I? No. Lying to everybody. It's okay. It's kind of 
It's not something, it's kind of a hard thing to share, isn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, for a while I didn't, I didn't think it was true, really. It was just kind of, I wanted to believe it, but I really didn't until Alana showed me her. And so now I'm kind of grappling with the fact that I'm actually getting my sister back, but she's different. And I don't know. Well, you're different too. I mean, yeah, but I'm a n normal different. I mean, everyone grows up, but she... I don't know if I'd consider Paladin of Tolden us to be normal different. Okay, well, I was talking about, like, <laughs> age and maturity and all that stuff, but we can go with that, too. Uh, You've also not, have, not had the uh, most conventional life, I don't imagine, so... No, not really. But I think... I've got a good feeling about this. We're gonna get somebody back for you and gonna strike a blow to some really bad people. And then we're gonna go off to M. Nobelin and try to do some good there. Hopefully not have too many more run-ins with the cults along the way, but that's probably inevitable. Yeah. I mean, if I get her out of it, I guess that'll be worth it. Yeah. And he he pulls you into argue again. Um, and finally lets you go and says, Well, tomorrow we're going to be looking at a hurricane. So, uh, get plenty of sleep. You too. And, uh, find, like, some floaties or something. Because we'll probably need them. <laughs> okay. Alright. And he sort of pats you on the shoulder and heads below decks to his own cabin. Or, wait, he can't go to his cabin. He doesn't have one. He can't fit. Yeah, he was he just, sleeping he on the deck. goes off to sort of chill out for a while. Um, but as he steps away... You do see Mia, like, having been watching you guys from a distance. Like, not listening in, but, like, having... Everybody heard that fight. It was in the middle of the deck. She looks concerned. Um, she approaches as well once Bull steps away. She says, So, um, that was... Uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Um, not my finest moment. That's that's uh, okay. Boys are dumb. They are, aren't they? God. Yeah. But I, uh... So I was looking at some... Uh... Some old notes I have from when I was still in Moore's Rest. And, um... I was sort of thinking about it's a long time away to think about but sort of thinking about like how we could get in um 
especially because I've got this, and she sort of touches the tag inside her ear. She says, there are plenty of arbiters who are free slaves, but not, like, small ones, like Vixu, who can be carted off at any moment. And, like, they might recognize your face. Well, I have spells. I can disguise myself. Um... Maybe you can wear a hat? Or something? What? A hat? And put your ears under the hat? But I'm still like a foot and a half tall. Well, I mean, there's gotta be like... Some other Vixu. I'm sure there are, but they're probably Vulago. Like the big hardy ones that are like two, two and a half feet. Put her in the bag of holding. We're, uh, we're yeah, I was just about to say that Kit does have... Well, no, bag bag of holding does not There's have no air, air in it. Point. No, so um, never mind that one. It's, like, it's okay. I'll like I'll like ride on both shoulders or something. I don't know. Yeah, or um, you know, we can like I have a bag. I can just clear out my bag, and you can just hide in there. I mean, it's not the most like awesome plan. Oh, but... I'll get over how mildly degrading that is. No, I didn't um, mean it no, that way. No, I know but... you didn't mean it that way, but like, that's it's a thing. Don't worry about it. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, don't, don't worry about it. It's actually a good idea, but there's some people. Um, anyway. Uh, especially those fucking Goliaths. Uh, I have, I've kind of got a good memory for, like, buildings and, like, places. And so I kind of remember what the inside of Silas Moore's house is like. So if we needed to, like, get her there or... I don't know, I'm just throwing out ideas. I'm trying to be proactive. I, yeah, I, I think that's good. I, we need to get. All right, so first off, did I, I don't know if I told you this yet. So contingency uh, for getting Marin is that I have to kill uh, Wedna Altera. Probably also Cynthia Moore. Probably. Uh, which I don't think Silas is going to take too kindly to. Uh, so probably him too. Um, oh, Marin won't like that. Uh, Marin will get over it. Wow. Um, <laughs> She, I'm sorry, she's just gonna get over it. It's her boyfriend over her sister. I'm sure she'll be fine. Uh, so, yeah. So we're gonna have to do that first before anything else. So, if there's a way... I know you didn't really spend a lot of time in the more, like, whatever, but... We have to get to them first, so we have to break in there. I mean, they have a cellar. 
Okay, so you mean uh, Silas Moore, like in that yeah, his that house? house? Is a cellar. Okay. Does that lead somewhere? I, I mean, mean, from the it outside leads to the kitchen. Oh. There's like storm doors. Okay. So we could break into there first, go into the cellar, go through the kitchen, and then get to Cynthia Moore's abode from there. She doesn't live with him. He doesn't really like her. Oh. I mean, oh. he doesn't want her dead. But it's still his mom. Right. Yeah, she doesn't live there. Um, okay. Silas... Silas lives there, now that I know who Silas is. Um, Marin, obviously, lives there. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. It's like a really big place, and there's like nobody there. Rich I guess people. that's what it's like to be rich, but... Well, more I think it's like the rest of his family killed each other trying to get the throne. I did. There's that too. And then he's the one who actually earned it, apparently, according to stuff you guys told me. Yeah. So, uh... You know, it used to be built for like 20-odd people and now it's two. Now they're all dead. Yep. Yeah. Um... Okay. Well, I'd really like to get to them first. Again. I just need Wedna. If Cynthia is, you know, going to just throw herself groveling at my knees afterwards, that's fine. But... Yeah, um... From what little I know about Wedna, pretty sure Cynthia will be the only one who misses her. Um... Yeah. I don't know. I have a rough idea of where their house is, but I've never seen the inside of it. Um, I had a lot of time to just kind of wander around and read shit while I was there, because, you know, Marin. Um, mm -hmm. But other places in Moore's Rest, I'm not... I'm familiar with two places. The pit and the, the big house place. Right. So, well, uh, when we get to the big house place... You'll be my go-to girl. I will try my best. Um, all I can ask. In the meantime, uh, sorry about, like, the cove, and we were kind of caught off guard. We didn't oh. realize we were being followed. We were kind of caught off guard, too. Yeah. That's fine. Um, you know, it happens. You guys almost die. Yeah. I'm definitely not compartmentalizing that right now. Uh, well, um, so like, I, uh, I feel like maybe we should make an effort to stick a little closer together, but also like, yeah. do you need any like training or? Uh, I mean, I would like to be able to make my sword a little swishy swishier like well it is a great sword yeah i want to be able to hurt people more with it uh 
I mean, wow. Uh, I mean, the only way to really get better with a great sword is just to get stronger. Buff. I need to get buff. Yeah. Mia, do you want to get buff with me? Are we gonna be buff? And she looks at you. She's like, get buff, and she like flexes. Teeny tiny little arms, massive little muscles. <laughs> <laughs> She's athletic as fuck. Oh damn, I didn't realize that before. Yeah. Uh, can you make me buff then? I, I'm the size of one of your arms. Yes. Yeah. Great. Okay. Sweet. Let's go jogging. And she takes off. Oh no, not jogging. Oh god. All right. <laughs> Did oh, you god, almost more of this. die last time you yeah. jogged? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you spend that day with Mia. Um, thankfully, more strength than cardio. Um, Thank God. But yeah, that's good. On the morning of the third day, you guys wake up to high winds, roiling seas, and uh, the last sort of calm before the true storm. Question: if there's Taylor, are you like... gonna make us fight a hurricane? <laughs> yes. Maybe. Um, question. Oh. So when you gave us all the information before about the Heidelin staves, because um, mm -hmm. no, we heard all that from Anna Lee or whatever her name is. Uh, the Sentinel Ooh. bitch. What's her name? Ilana. Ilana. Ah, not Anna Lee. Ilana. Uh, <laughs> so she told us about the Heidelin staves and she told us that some of them are in Green's March or in Amber Row. You guys extrapolated that one of them could be an Ambero. Okay. Well, because she said that Kenamek Ambero has one. Kenamek Ambero has the Vox Tide, which yes. is the overgrowth staff. I'm just making sure that she told us that. Yes. Okay. That and then confirmed. we know that the air staff is missing. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. No, it's okay. So in the morning, after Sylphie wakes up, I would like to go to her cabin calmly. Uh, how do I knock on the... There you go. Yeah, I almost, like, hit the mic. But... I thought you were gonna go... <laughs> uh, I'll open up the door. Oh. Hi. Can we speak for a moment, please? We can speak for many moments, yes. Okay. May I come in? Go right ahead. Okay. <laughs> so much tension. Um... <laughs> and just like so I feel like we both have a little explaining to do I feel like that's fair hold on I'm trying so hard not to gotta get my anxiety gotta get my crazy off. face on yeah no <laughs> I have to take my anxiety face off and put my serious face on I need to apologize that <laughs> Fuck up, I can't do this. <laughs> We're acting then. I didn't have a theater acting. degree. It's been a hot minute since I've been on stage, so and I don't have a script, so 
Sorry, I didn't write it fast enough. <laughs> we'll blame the writers. Yeah. As always. Yep. I shouldn't have come after you like that. Well, okay, I should have come after you, but I should have been nicer about it. I should have been quieter about it. <laughs> but I do feel like I was justified in my annoyance. So now you talk. I... probably shouldn't have lied to you, but... Uh, the, can no. we take the probably out of there, please? I shouldn't have lied to you. Thank you. <laughs> that was so painful. <laughs> but... I... don't know what to say. Um... Yeah. Well, you also should have told me that you're sisters alive and that you made a deal with what's his nuts because I can't I mean, remember his name knew, Alistair I knew you knew that you knew, I knew that you I made, made a deal with him deal but I didn't know it was such a big deal I thought you were just on a rampage I didn't know you're trying to save somebody which is why I didn't think it mattered if we got there that fast I didn't know it was so pressing. I thought you were going to try and dissuade me from doing it. So... If somebody took fine. my brother, we'd be going there right now. Whether you were going with me or not, I'd be gone. See... Why are we both idiots? We're both just fucking idiots, right? We're just two idiots. I mean, you can say boat. whatever you want about yourself. I'm doing okay. Okay. Well, I'm just saying we both feel the same way and we are just we caused we're we're doing this for nothing, you know? We got angry at each other for nothing, and we kept hiding things for nothing. Can I tell you the other half of it? Go ahead. Okay. So, um, since we were stopping at Enik to begin with, I did make a secondary deal. Oh, to, God. No, it's not, it's not a big deal. We're already stopping at Enik. I'm just going to take some notes and do some drawings and send them back to a guy he, like, gave me a special... Oh piece of disguise stuff. That's well, um, not that big of a yeah. deal. So I mean which is why I got the journal. But the other the other more important piece are the things that Alana has told us. We mm -hmm. are being chased by the Heidelin cult. And we yes. know that Kenna MacAmbro has one of the staves. And she is typically in Green's March. The other part that caught my attention is that the air staff is missing. And this place is surrounded by a hurricane. So, oh God. So, so you want us to get this thing? It's not that I want us to get it. It's that I don't want the cult to get it. And they're already on this route. 
it's only a matter of time before they figure it out. We felt that wave. They're already getting a hold of them. And this is a little bigger than what we're doing, but it's still might be worth at least checking in on while we're there. Now I'm feeling like a real idiot because I should have told you at the beginning and then we'd be in Moore's Rest already. Well, we'd be in Enic maybe. So tell me what's going on with Marin. Is she just a zombie now or what's happening? She's not a zombie. She's... She seemed fine. Like she looked... I mean... She doesn't okay. look... She looks a little bit older than when I saw her, but not old enough to have... Not old enough to be the same age that she should be. She should be like 26, 27, and she's only 17 or 18. Okay. So she's so they... probably only resurrected recently within the I'm past year or so familiar about with, a year i'm familiar with that spell yeah. but it's really really difficult to do and extremely expensive i mean i know that i mean if it's the arbiters who did it i don't think it was the arbiters i think it was the cult i think it was the highland cult if alistair is involved with them I think he did it. I don't know why. Do you have any idea why Alistair is involved with them? I mean, because I didn't. They just they just want the staves to bring Heidelin back. Yeah, and he wants to be in charge of stuff. He likes He wants power and position, and it sounds like if these guys succeed at bringing all the saves together, then that might be what he gets. But then I don't understand why he didn't give up Clay when he could have, because that could have elevated his position in the cult even further. Did you know? he mention play at all or did we no. only find out about this from Alana? It was only from Alana. I had never heard anything else about it. Maybe Alistair has a soft spot after all. Hear me out for half a second. I'm not going to do anything to hurt Clay. But we could make Alistair think that we would and use it as leverage. I mean, we could, but then I don't, I don't want to do anything that's going to upset Alistair because from the sounds of it, even though, well, that's a little strange too, right? So, okay. This is honesty hour. So, okay. uh, there's a lot that I have figured out about Marin and what she's doing these days. And one of those is apparently getting really buddy-buddy with Silas Moore III. Uh, I don't want to think about 
that all too much, but... Um, uh, question. Yeah. Is Marin even a bargaining chip for Alistair to be playing? That That's what I'm wondering now. I'm wondering, because it seems like she is in really well with Silas Moore Third, whose mother is Cynthia Moore, who Wedna is getting her, you know, getting it on with. Uh, so I wonder, like, even why he used Marin as a chip in the first place if he didn't really have her under his thumb anyway. Like, it doesn't seem like Marin is a prisoner. Why would anything. they even bring Marin back? Did she have any special abilities that you know about? Or I is mean, Silas just so bad at dating that he had to resurrect a wife? I don't think that Silas did it. Okay. I think it was Alistair, but I don't know why. It because weird. Well, because if it was within the past year or so, I didn't start kill like I didn't kill Redner and Flynn until you know a couple months ago. It, he did it beforehand, and anything that I could have done, she could have done. Wait. Hmm. If I'm just connecting the dots. If Alistair brought her back and then did the same thing to her that was done to Tamar and placed her in the home of his enemy, she could take them out at any moment. That's such that's so clever. That is <laughs> any a moment. Strong possibility. And he could all he'd have to do is if you fail is snap his fingers. But then why even... Why even ask me in the first place, then? We just found out that Marin might be able to use the sending spell. She could be feeding him information without knowing it. Information from home base. I mean, I guess. But if his goal is to kill the Moore family... I mean, he already has a—he would already have a sleeper cell in there. I don't so... know if that's his goal. I don't know what his goal is, but I'm wondering if it's not something bigger than that. I mean, I'm sure he would want nothing more than to run Morris Rest himself, but I don't think he has the standing to do that, especially now with Wedna. You know, with her fingers and pies. If he takes out the moors, what's to stop the Heidelin cult from taking over? And him being in charge? I mean, I guess. And I mean, if you want, if you want to take over something without looking suspicious, you get other people to do it. I mean, also, he could just be saving his own hide, right? He could be. He could know that I'm going after them, and he doesn't want to have to deal with that, so he's just putting me on his good side. And maybe, who knows, maybe Marin is this puppet or whatever, and he's like, oh, here's your prize. Oh, 
she stabbed you. You're dead. So. I'm I'm wondering if he's not using her multiple ways. If she could be a puppet. If she could have also been a gift to the Moors. Or and then oh. on top of that, she could be a linkage to the Hydaelyn cult. She could be feeding him information. It could be anything. We just don't know. And the. Can you tell me what she looks like? Like in great detail? Uh, sure. Yeah. Wait, are you thinking about sending her a message? I could at some point. I would rather not do it today. Just in case I mean, this boat goes down. Yeah. What would you say to her? I figured we'd work that out together. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll tell her, tell him. Okay. Like, uh, uh Marin. The red hair. Is... The, yeah. All that. Yeah. Or, no, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Red hair. Kind of looks like me, I guess. Blue eyes. Uh, mole under her. I can't remember what I said last time because I... I was bullshitting. I don't I was, know. I think you like, said her right eye. One of the yeah. eyes. Yeah. And then a scar on her left wrist. I, I re listened to the episode, so I remember I made up some bullshit. Um,. <laughs> Uh, kind of looks like me half elf you you do get a general gist of what she looks like and um, if you ask Mia she will also add in some detail more recent detail um, that Sylphie is less familiar with Um, and if anybody has some way to disguise themselves and they know what Marin looks like you can actually just show Kit oh well Sylvie oh. can do that. Yeah, I can. I'll cast this. Well, I don't want to burn a spell we slot can, if we're we going to go into it. Until we're on the land. Okay, yeah. I'm going to. I'll wait then. Um, yeah, so that's basically it. Um, we can. We can figure it out. We can make it work. We, okay. Obviously, I've. I want to stop and take care of our things along the way because from what you've been telling me it doesn't seem like Marin's in any real danger. No, I guess not. Which is why I've been a little more okay with stopping at some of our pit stops, but... And on top of that, I... At the current... At our current state, I don't think we're going to be any match for Moore's Rest. We're going to need to... Need to buff up before we get there. Which I heard you yesterday tramping around on the deck. Are you okay? Uh, it only hurts a little bit when I move my limbs. It's fine. Uh, I can deal with it. Uh, <laughs> just as a fun hilarious joke, uh, I'm gonna cast Spare the Dying. Haha. <laughs> so funny. I'm lived. I'm alive. Yeah, I'm alive. It um, literally does nothing. Literally does nothing. Um. So, I'm. Uh, I'm sorry about the hurricane, but um, if if we can get in, I don't see why anybody in the Hydaelyn cult couldn't. And this hurricane is a giant beacon for the stave. Yeah. I mean, we can try. We'll see. Have you ever seen one of these staves in person? Uh, we ran into one, yeah. Two? When was the second one? Brenna. 
the core what? and the seven hide. Yeah, and Jack's got the crystal. Oh, okay. Two. There's two of them that I saw. Well, there's seven, but yeah. Well, the I said two of them that I saw. Ah. Uh, yeah, they're not to be fucked with. I was a little sad when we had to give them up, because uh, that could have been useful. But uh, yeah, they're not—they—they're scary in the wrong hands. Uh, we'll, um, if we get a hold of one, we will be very careful. With it. And I have this bag now, so we can just tuck it away forget it exists. Well, you know what? We have to get our use out of that bag anyway, so. Oh, don't worry. I've already got everything. Do you need me to carry anything, by the way? I'm unencumbered, so. I might, because me and I were working out some details uh, last night. She, uh, I might need to put her in my bag if we go into the Moore's house. Okay. Uh, so Don't put then her in this maybe. bag. No, I know. Okay. I know how bags of holding work. Okay, because she'll die. I know. Like I wasn't going to put her in the bag of holding. She'd fit. Uh, well, that's good. Her corpse might, would fit in there. She might even fit in one of the smaller pockets. I'm like looking at it. Stuff her in there. Oh, um, that's a horrible idea. She can get her head through, probably. Yeah, yeah. Just like a cat, you can get your head through and get your whole body through. <laughs> Just yeah. collapse Every, all your bones. Yeah, and sleep, narrow shoulders. Out. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, can we? All right. Mm-hmm. From this point forward, where I don't know if there's like a, a, pro, a the special swear, like a wizard swear. No, not a wizard <laughs> swear. What is it? <laughs> so Mickey Mouse. Uh, uh, God, what like is an it? Oath, an oath. Yeah, yeah, oath. yeah. I was trying. Yeah, unbreakable an vow. Yeah, that's what I was swear. trying to think of. But I don't know if there's some sort of vow we can make or something. We're not lying to each other anymore. Okay. What we're doing together isn't just a one-off job. So we're probably going to both die. I don't care. While we're alive, we're not lying to each other. I care a little. Okay. okay. I can't. Okay. Since we're being honest, I care a little too. Uh, <laughs> but we're not lying anymore. And that doesn't mean that you have to tell me your whole life story or anything like that. I get that a lot of that is precious to you. And you don't want to share it all. But at least don't lie to me about why we're heading into a typhoon when it's something as simple as you just bought a bag. We're uh, we're dropping off a pseudo dragon egg. Uh, It's in a box. It's fine. Thank you for telling me. Do we want to do the secret, sacred, L.U.C. or pinky swear? Oh god, is that a thing? It's totally a thing. I want 
gonna do it, yeah. It's canon now. Pinky promise, pinky, pinky promise. promise. <laughs> do I have to roll a deception check for that? I just made that shit <laughs> I mean, up. She didn't ask, so no. That's true. No, <laughs> uh, alright. I feel better now. I oh, feel also, something. don't call me old anymore. Because I'm not. I'm young and hot. Then don't call me an angsty, stupid teenager anymore. Fine. <laughs> I'm not going to pinky swear on that. Yeah, and I'm I, like, not going to either. Like because... out of the room. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, we just have no dynamic. <laughs> so... <laughs> well... Uh, heading out of your cabins and up to the top Into deck. a typhoon. Into, Into the typhoon. typhoon. Into In the typhoon. typhoon. Into um, the typhoon. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> I love the preemptive sound before the actual note comes out. Um, it's not making any noise, Alicia. All right, so we go into the typhoon. Indeed. Yep. Uh, you guys climb the stairs, and you're immediately pelted by just a wall of rain. Yes. Um, you can kind of see the, the walls of water just washing across the deck as they come down from the sky. Um, looking into the distance, probably about an hour away, uh, you see a perpetually spinning funnel. Ah. One of many. Uh, very large, like, city-sized funnels. Uh, it is not sort of roiling and moving back and forth like you would expect an actual storm to. It is stationary. Um, while the while the very bottom of the funnel can, like, gyrate around a little bit, the main bulk of the funnel remains exactly where it is. Um, is there only one? No, there are several others, oh, okay, but you're okay, just okay. looking at one at this point. Um, you're sort of, uh, the ship is sort of aimed at the archway between two of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the moment you're facing, uh, one particularly large one. Uh, the entire crew has battened down hatches and everything. Uh, and, uh, a lot of people are currently tying themselves to masts or rails just to make mm -hmm. sure... If they do go overboard, they can be pulled back up. Um, there's not really life jackets. Yeah. But uh, so as you guys are sailing, you have about an hour. What do you do to prepare for the storm? Uh, I want to do a couple of things. So I first, I want to make a perception check to see where the center of the storm is located. If I can see that the center of the storm the center of the storm what so by looking at the storm would i be able to like get an idea is the center of it like like the eye of the hurricane is on land or is it all in the ocean i uh, make okay make a perception check okay 23 4 24 from your best estimates uh, between maps and sort of seeing how the hurricane behaves, uh, you can guess that there. You can guess that there is a distinctive wall 
somewhere. Um, but it is all out at sea. There's probably calm waters inside. Okay. Um, that once you actually break the wall, you'll be, it'll be as if there's no storm. Okay. Um, at least th that sort of tracks with what you've also heard about the island. Um, the hurricanes themselves sort of form this weird uh, fence around the area, and you have no sight of land in any direction. Uh, the fog and the rain are way too way too thick and as you get closer to these hurricanes there is a perpetual lightning storm also going on Ooh. inside of them yes you know what's really good at conducting electricity <gasps> water hope everybody's got their rubber boots um boots boots uh and then so What's the next I, so thing? I wanted to do that, and then I was going to do something else, but I actually think I'm not going to because I just remembered the part about where Astrid told us that stuff likes to break through the hurricane. So I'm going to hold my spell slots. Um, okay. I guess I would also like to tie myself off. All right. On a life rope, just to make sure. All right. Um. Yeah, and then I'm good. Yeah, as you as you're getting yourself set up, you also do see that there are a couple um, there are a couple uh, lookouts stationed on the ship. Uh, there's one that's actually like hanging out on the uh, he's lashed himself to the the jib over the figurehead, mm -hmm. um, and he's carefully watching the waters below you guys because he's aware that there's reefs and sandbars here. Um, another is in the crow's nest, which is potentially one of the most dangerous places. Uh, but he is also keeping an eye on the storms themselves and their movements. Um, and then there are spotters at the port and starboard who are sort of keeping an eye for the ship as it as it turns to make sure it doesn't too, turn too far into something. Um, the captain uh, at the wheel, uh, he and his first mate, are getting ready to basically hold the wheel together in these kinds of conditions. The rudder can sometimes be just pulled out of your hands. Um, and then of course, uh, your actual party is all just like getting ready, either hunkering down below decks or lashing themselves to rails. Uh, Sylphie, what do you do to prepare? So before everyone starts like tying themselves to stuff, I want to gather Kit, uh, Bull, Mia, and Clay together, uh, and I just want to, like, get them all in, like, a little circle, and I'll put, like, whoever's closest, I'll put my hands on their shoulders, and I will be, and I will just say, let us pray. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> and cast Bless. On all of them. Okay, who do you give bless to? All of them. Uh, I'm gonna use my third level. Spell. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. bless yeah. only lasts for like a minute, right? Does it? It's a short spell. Ah, shit. Let us pray. Jesus Christ. For, I think for the sake of the sort of what you're getting at, I'm gonna go One with the minute. rule of cool instead of rules as written and say... <laughs> You can hold that bless for people. 
Yay. So cool. we're we're gonna let it last through the storm. But <laughs> once yeah, once you use it once, it the minute starts. So Okay, that's Oh, fine. but you'll be able to hit all of us at any time. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm I again rule of cool instead of rules is written. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm gonna twist it a little bit because I'm the fucking DM. Um <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> it's right. Power trip. Ah. Give everybody a minor boost. Um <laughs> So yeah, you get plus D4 to attack or saving throws. And And I will give it to myself as well. No, just just, uh, saving throws and ability. Gotcha. Okay. I will also give it to myself. Yes. Okay. So So all your friends. Um, And then once I do that, well, I'll do like, let us pray. And then I'll cast it. I'll be like, I'm just kidding. Thank God. Don't don't want any crazy kids. I mean, I will, like, by like, myself. But it would not. be hilarious if it was, like, like a letter. It would be like, dear whale mom. <laughs> Hi. It's Sylphie. Sylphie Phalon here. What's up? Sylphie Phalon here. Uh, <laughs> Hail whale mom, full of grace. Yes. Hell would be thy name. <laughs> uh, yeah, once everybody be thy name. Once everyone's dispersed, then I will do my my vibes. Uh, I'm Vibe I'm gonna check. I'm gonna just like I think I'm gonna strap myself down like uh, Kit's doing, or tether myself. Mm-hmm. But then I'm I'm just gonna like hold my the ring on my finger too and just kind of do my vibes. Like okay. hey, would really love it if I, we could get through this. Like if you wanna be a dude. Give me a wisdom check. If you want to be a dude. If you want to be a dude. What did you say, Taylor? Give me a wisdom check to appeal to the titan. Okay. God, that's such a good phrase. Appeal to the titan. That was not good. You know what? (laughs) You gonna use your bless? bless? I'm gonna use my bless right away. Uh, It's gonna run out before we get anywhere. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, Wait, a bless doesn't work on ability checks. Does it not? No. Shit. All right. So don't use that bless. It was a seven. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you hold on to your ring and you send out the vibes. You don't know if any vibes come back. You're feeling kind of seasick just with the constant movement of the ship. Uh, It's like, uh, fuck it, clownfish and. You just continue along your way. You don't. What? You don't see anything. Um, but the ship continues ever on toward the storms. <laughs> the ship continues ever on towards the storms. Continues. She rock back and forth. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she sway and she sigh. <laughs> what? Those are words you can use for a ship. She sway and she sigh. She, she groan and she creak. <laughs> she go eek. Um, before, what? before we get too much further, uh-huh. I yeah. am going to cast aid on Sylphie, myself, and Bull. And that okay. gives us all an extra five hit points. Five to actually, it increases your Ooh. maximum hit points by five. Okay. Ooh. So you now have plus five. Ooh. Yay. 
just in case. Um, Bull does kind of post himself up near you guys with a with a longer tether, um, so that he can kind of reach you. He like plants himself. It also he has lasts quite for a bit eight of... hours. Ooh. Awesome. Uh, he also has quite a bit of sailing experience just from traveling the world with the Phalon caravan. So he's he's fairly steady on his feet. Uh, as you guys make your way closer and closer, and the ship is sort of weaving, and it adds to the kind of seasick feeling that some of you get. Uh, it's weaving Pull between up. rocks and sandbars and coral Pull reefs. So every time the like ship lists to one side, the rudder pulls to the opposite, and it's really... It's like a cross pull, and it doesn't. And we feel go, good. we all go, oh. and then it's, it's more like go, going, oh. uh, it, it, it's more like going, uh, wow, and just yeah, yeah. Um, but as you get closer, the the waves grow to the point where it's really hard to tell where rocks and sandbars are. And so the ship, they kind of have to rely on using waves to coast over some of these blockages. And uh, Astrid is at the front of the ship now. And uh, she's sort of been quiet these past few days. You've noticed her meditating a lot. Um, she appears to be nervous. Because um, she's never done this for a whole ship of people. Inspiring a lot of confidence. Indeed. Uh, she's done this for herself and her pseudo-dragon. But uh, she's standing at the front of the ship uh, after the spotter on the jib has kind of been forced to pull back. And uh, you see her standing at the rail with her hands planted on it, watching as the jib of the ship starts to point in directly into this archway that she's designated. I, um, uh, I'm going to walk up to her while I'm still tied up. Mm -hmm. And before she does anything, I'm going to smack her with a guidance. Um, bop! Um, guidance! Yeah, you, you, you kind of cuff her, and she's like, what, what? What are you doing? Savros, be with you, child. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, God. Don't fuck it um, up. You, you just hear her quietly say, oh, God. <laughs> um... But you, she like rubs her hands together. She's not lashed to anything. She's kept herself free on purpose. She's like, all right, done this a bunch of times. Just bigger target this time. It's totally fine. You guys can just hear her muttering to herself over the wind and rain and lightning. And you watch as like streaks of lightning like follow the curve of the hurricane ahead of you. And she sees it. She's like. Totally fine. Totally fine. Not I'm, nearly, not nearly as stormy as usual. This would be great. I'm not assuming nearly. that uh, I'm tethered slightly near to Kit, so I lean over to him and I go, "We're fucking gonna die." We're definitely gonna. Well, you and I aren't gonna die. I have a backup okay. plan for at least you, me, and Bull, but everybody else is fucked. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I'm also like whale mommy, so it's like. I'm probably oh, that's be true. Okay, I'll save but... someone else. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Probably my brother. Oh yeah, I'll go with Clay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mia's yeah. fucked. Sorry. Well, uh, sorry, Mia. Bye, Astrid. Bye, everybody else. <laughs> oh, Astrid will be fine. If she gets thrown off, she just turned into a fish. I'll just stuff. I'll tell Mia to hold her breath, and I'll stuff her in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> 
honestly, honestly, not a bad idea. Yeah. It is watertight. I mean, for how long can one hold their breath? Uh, it depends on a constitution check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a monk, she'll be fine. But the answer is several minutes, if possible, if needed. Um, so yes, uh, getting closer and closer to the point where the wind is starting to actually pull at you guys and make it so that you have to hold on to things to keep your feet. Astrid uh, has set aside her staff, which she she wouldn't have brought it on deck with her, otherwise it would have been thrown off. Um, she plants her hands once again on the rails and takes a deep breath and... She lifts one hand, and with her uh, index and last finger extended, draws a line up, uh, sort of following the center of this archway. And you start to see in the gray and black, this lighter line start to form, almost like a curtain. Um, The ship steers inward toward that line. Captain Aladir is trying to keep directly on course at this point because uh, you guys can't see any of the reefs or sandbars. Um, I need each of you to make me a strength saving throw as the Ooh, wind glass. and water gets rougher. Oh boy. I got a 13. Oh wait, saving throw? Yeah. Saving throw. Oh, add it's your the D4. same thing. Nine. Oh, I could add my D4, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, is Bless active? I'll let yeah. you add it. Okay. Yeah. Nine. Well, I'm going to say that's it for something. Uh, math. 17. 17? Yeah. What did Kate get? Nine. Nine, okay. Nine. Nine. Um, so, Sylphie, you grab onto the uh, central mast and sort of onto the uh, the ropes that are wrapped around it and you just with all the strength in your forearms and fingers just hold yourself tight as the ship starts to rock almost to the point of fully capsizing uh, Kit you just, you just slip um, and you get thrown against the rail as your tether almost comes to its end from the mast um, because of your tether, you are able to stay on the ship, but you have, like, no control over where you are, and, uh, you're kind of getting pelted with a few loose items on deck. Okay. Um, let's see for some other folks. Bull, pretty okay. Um, in fact, Bull's doing well enough that Kit, he grabs onto your rope and starts hauling you back toward okay. the mast. Thank you! Uh... Mia's fine. I'm very powerful, but not very strong. Clay is struggling as well. Um, Shocker. He he did lash himself to the mast, <laughs> but he kind of gets tossed around like a ragdoll. Uh, Astrid, steady as a rock. Um, expected. But, uh, yes, she's continually, as she draws this line up, she starts to draw these naturalistic uh, sigils into the air. Um, and you actually see them as she draws them uh, in the air in front of her. They actually start appearing this like half mile away against the wind wall. Um, the hurricane to the left, the larger of the two, as she's uh, weaving this spell, it almost seems to get angrier. 
you see the the wind, uh, the, the the funnel turn darker and darker, and more lightning flashes go through it, and you suddenly realize this storm might be mildly sentient, as it begins firing lightning bolts toward the ship. Question. Yes. Before we go into the next round, has Bull hauled me up far enough that I can get to everyone, or is it just me? He's got a hold of you, but you are still prone. All right, I'm going to cast Resistance on myself for a strength saving throw. Okay. So I, I basically, I get another d4. Oh, okay. That'll apply for the next one. Yep. Next one, you get um, like a nat 20, and you're just right. like, Whoo! Fucking 30. I rip the well, mast <laughs> off, and I throw it in the ocean. On the upside, being prone means you're less likely to be struck by lightning. That's true. Um, that would make Astrid and Bull the most likely as the two tallest. Oops. Uh, ooh, fuck. Oh. Bull gets a critical hit. Oh no. It's gonna smell like burnt hair real bad out here. Yeah. Um, so Kit, as Bull is pulling you in, um, you are like struggling to right yourself and suddenly the the rope goes slack and you kind of slide and when you look up after just smelling burnt ozone and now burnt hair you see bull like a hand uh, uh, nails dug into the mast just standing there kind of frozen as electricity trickles across his fur smoking and slightly he's just like trying to breathe but his chest is super tight and eyes wide um he's he's okay but oh boy that was a hit um i need everybody to make a strength saving throw again okay and bless is gone right bless is gone for alicia to uh oh okay oh 13 um, it's still running for other other people 13 as well okay All right. Um, at this one, uh, a as the lightning bolts seem to fail to do anything to Astrid and fail to really bring Bull down, the storm almost seems aware. Okay. And suddenly, Sylphie, you're the first one to see it. A wall of water comes up and just smashes over the deck. Uh, it carries away several sailors who are never seen again. Um, the I love how you, we don't even get a chance to save them. Just like they were never seen again. They're gone. <laughs> they're fucking you, dead. Between being lashed to the ship and be trying to hold on to your own skins, you have no chance to save them. I cast um, resistance. I haven't finished yet. Okay, sorry, sorry. It's it's gonna be storm players, storm players, storm players. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um. But uh, as the uh, wall of water crashes down over you guys, um, you guys are okay. Not great, but okay. Uh, but you do take 10 force damage each just from oh the God. sheer weight Fuck. of water. Damn. Good thing I did aid. Yeah. And as that goes away... Your strength checks will keep you just on your feet with your uh, tie downs. 
Uh, Bull is getting disadvantage from being stunned. Uh, Bull is thrown off his feet. Astrid remains mostly unbothered. She does take some damage, but she's okay. Um, how about Cat? Uh, oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, you guys see Aladir, uh, who is lashed to the central steering column. Um, he is thrown off his feet and his tether snaps because of a natural one. He's still on the ship, but he's like thrown against the rails. We're gonna get a free boat. Okay, <laughs> so uh, you guys is round again. Would fight me do you want to do anything? Resistance. Resistance. Okay. Uh, I'm just throwing out like mad vibes to Whale Mom right now. I'm just like, like save me, save me, save me. Yeah, save me. please, please don't let me die. Please, please, please. <laughs> uh, make me another wisdom check. Okay. Save me, whale God mom. God damn it. Save me, whale mom. That was a nine. Whale mom ain't coming. Don't you have divine intervention or something? No. <laughs> nope. I don't uh, have divine intervention for a while yet, I don't think. Sylvia, as you're clinging on to the mast, you're just desperately trying to reach out for something. But something tells you the whale mother has no say in this particular storm. Great. Yay. Um, let's see. You're right. You're right. Back You're to right. the storm. Everybody make me another strength saving throw. These are going to be terrible the entire fucking time. 14. Harder. 12. 14 and 12. Alright. You are both knocked off of your feet. Great. Your tethers hold, uh, but you are on the ground. Deck. Uh, everybody hit the deck. Uh, Bull is no longer stunned, but he's, uh, he's struggling a little bit. Astrid is still fine. Uh, as she continues her al uh, arcane uh, incantations. Clay is managing to hold on. Uh, so as the ship continues on after this wall of water, um, the storm just getting angrier and angrier until you see the large hurricane in front of you break from the wall. And it starts to move toward the ship itself. Oh, no. um, the funnel growing closer and closer and closer until you see Astrid at the front of the ship just look up until she's enveloped in this wall of swirling wind. Um, pieces, of, pieces of ship begin to be torn up <laughs> like loose boards, netting, barrels, and just flung across the boat. <gasps> the captain! We're getting yeah. a free boat. Yeah. Um, free boat, free boat. <laughs> so each of you, just from debris and wind, are going to take uh, another 10 force oh, damage. My god. And bludgeoning damage. I'm gonna die before we this get out of this. boat is kicking my ass. 
And you do watch as Captain Aladir is swept from the boat and into the tides. I don't have the, any way to help him. The crew goes into panic. <laughs> the first mate is still at the at the uh, at the wheel, trying to keep order and yelling at people. Just hold How on. How far breaks. away from me is he? Who the captain? Yes. Uh, probably about thirty feet after he gets swept off. Thirty. Yeah. On my turn, I'm gonna do something. So when you get there, I'll let you do it. Go ahead. Okay. I look at the captain and I cast Water Walk. Okay. So he is swept off the ship out of your sight just as you fire off the spell. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't see him, so you have no idea what's happening to him. You've never seen anybody walk on stormy waters. Well, he's not drowning, so... How long does Water Walk last? One hour. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, it's not a concentration spell. Gotcha. Uh, everybody make strength saving throws. God, I better roll better this time because I don't have any yeah, resistance. For real. Oh no. <sighs> Got another 13. Natural one. No! Uh, as the funnel continues to tear down the port side of the ship toward you guys, uh, Kit, you picked yourself up to cast Waterwalk, but you're sort of leaning against the end of your tether, and the moment that funnel comes close to you, a board just slashes through the wind and cuts your tether. It just rips it away from you, and suddenly you are being pulled off your feet by the sheer force of wind. Can I grab... Um, can I try and grab his tether? Uh, make me a dexterity save. And Kit, make one as well. Okay. Ha 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 ha! Natural That's 20. 22. Alright. Uh, Kit, just as you get pulled off your feet, you instinctively, like, twist yourself around and reach... And at the same time, Sylphie's arm is coming across and you lock forearms and you're just holding Kit as he's just in midair trying not to be dragged away. You have a solid It's like that scene in Twister with Helen Hunt. I've never seen that That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, you guys need to watch that movie. It's good. I've never seen Twister. No, Twister's a horrible second... It's a great movie. Anyway. um, I played a lot of Twister pinball at the campsite that I used to go to as a kid they had like two pinball machines and one of them was Twister huh <laughs> cool story cool yeah story. so we're dying uh... <laughs> um, yeah but you guys uh, hold firm uh, the rest of the crew are sort of trying to save themselves but uh, Bull who is ever the selfless one uh, moves in to try to help you as well um, Sylphie, he grabs onto your waist with one arm and reaches out and sort of locks around the other side of Kit's forearm with his own. So you've got sort of like a double grip on you. And your shoulder is probably going to pull out of socket, but at least you won't die. Me? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm a cleric. I'll just pop it back you in. You guys are battered further by the wind and rain and debris. 
Uh, that'll be another 15. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get killed. <laughs> as you're smashed with pieces of barrel and deck. We're gonna get killed ropes. Um the ropes act the broken ropes act almost like whips and they leave these horrible welts across you. Oh my god. Um but at the bow of the ship, as the funnel finally pulls away from the side of the ship, you can see Astrid still there barely clinging on her pseudo dragon is missing and she's holding on to the rail and you see she's beginning to draw this one almost in like a slashing motion she draws this one last triangle and puts a slash through the center and you see the wind wall split almost like a curtain being drawn open from the bottom and you hear the first mate yell something, but it's so deafening that you can't tell. Uh, the crew just clings on to what's left of the railing for dear life. And you guys continue on forward, lightning just zooming and crackling over your heads. Until suddenly, Kit, you just fall to the deck and the rain stops and the wind is gone. And suddenly, bright sunlight is shining down on you guys. You look up from the deck, and you look back to where you came from, and there's just a misty, calm, gray wall behind you. Before you, there is crystal clear, almost mirror-like water, completely calm, not a breath of wind for several miles until this gorgeous hilly gorgeous hilly green forested island rises up from the water with white sand beaches and almost uh almost like the tahitian like water huts sitting out over the water a little more celtic roundhouse in style um and it is calm and cloudless and gorgeous. Yeah. And that's where we're gonna end for this week. God. Well. Well. We uh, done did it. We only killed a few people. And you lost the captain. Oops. Got a boat. Oops. This boat's mine now. I'm gonna. Do rename you really it. think that the crew is going to be like, yeah, sure, take it? Yeah, how, uh, first mate's still alive. How how hardy do you think they are? <laughs> I, anyway, I just need a few employed. slots of inflict wounds, and then well, we they're have a boat. they're employed by the sentinels, so I'm assuming they're gonna just be we like, can well, call them and be like, oh my god, they all died. Weird. <laughs> it was a rash of scurvy. Okay. <laughs> Killed them all. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up uh, before we get ourselves in any more trouble with the Sentinels and shit. Uh, thank y'all for joining us for yet another week of uh, Edlaren Adventuring Company. Uh, you can find all of our links and shit below, uh, including links to Twitter at Lauren Co. and. Uh, 
we what's my normal spiel oh yeah um we do post the vods and podcasts of this show every wednesday morning uh usually up by 6 a.m that's when we schedule and uh, we will continue tweeting links and stuff visit the twitter bio uh and then let's go around alicia tell us about yourself confidence what's up my name is alicia also known as am kelly you can find me at amkellywrites.com and i have a blog there that i write on uh you can also find me at twitter at amkellywrites uh yes that was that was solid like that's Tell us what you're working you, on you sounded more oh. terrified than usual but that was solid. yeah that sounded like terror confidence yeah it was like of... fear but uh, still like, confident i'm alicia yeah. kelly these are all the facts you need to uh, know uh, <laughs> like like somebody's like pointing a gun at me like say it <laughs> all right uh i'm also working on a novel about uh bunch of nerds who play D&D uh, but then it's real and it's great the end okay actually we, we, were, we were just talking about how it's not great <laughs> like it's like terrifying basically it's like hey you're a nerd and you play D&D your D&D game is real now so how are you gonna what, what's gonna happen hope you what don't terrifying die implications you're probably gonna die but <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, Blake. Alright. Uh, hi. Um, I write books. Uh, Blake R. Wolf. Uh, you can find me at blakearwolf.com. B L A K E R W O L F E dot C O M. Um, <laughs> and you can find me under that same name on Twitter. I've got a new book coming out on October 2nd. LGBTQ novel, and then I've got uh, more. I've got fantasy novels in the works right now. Yee. And that's what I do. Yee. 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 All right. Uh, I am Taylor Wallace, spelled incorrectly T A I Y L O R W A L L A C Twitter. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know what I was doing. Uh, I am also an unpublished writer currently, primarily a dungeon master, uh, and I'm working on the Rosemary Hearth Project, which is my witchy LGBT paranormal shit fun thing. I don't know. It's not shit, but shit just to stand in word for thing. Um, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about how to actually, like, you know properly communicate all of this stuff and i never do it correctly so you know um but i yes. think we're all pretty bad at that except ben ben's like yeah i'm the only extrovert in the group that's true um yes indeed uh but yes i hope to have uh rosemary hearts published by around january or so and uh what else am i doing i mean i run this shit being cool yeah <laughs> arguable cool no. is cool really the word for it sure um being yeah. sexy <laughs> uh, <laughs> i i do run the at lauren uh 
social medias and all that fun stuff. And I'm apparently now the official artist of the stream. Yep. Because I just wear 40 hats. I mean, it can't be me. I... <laughs> it could be me, but I don't want to. Yeah. Well, to be perfectly fair and honest, Alicia's sketch of Sylphie was... <laughs> It was beautiful. It was no it, Ben. It's like stuff I drew when I was six. We Ben, we just told each other we weren't gonna lie to each other anymore, <laughs> and that that's out of game too. Is um, it? Whereas, whereas Ben it was previously the artist, and apparently now that's my mantle. So whatever. Uh, have an yeah. art degree. Don't want it anymore. I'm gonna have write no no art training whatsoever somehow pretty okay at it yeah actually <laughs> thank you <laughs> that actually means a lot okay oh, no. anyway. <laughs> taylor's gonna cry now okay <laughs> no I, I i like his approval it means a lot to me but anyway Aww. uh well uh well we'll stop my <laughs> computer screens just turned like it's oh, time dark. to start winding down for the night orange so i've turned orange um <laughs> so uh we'll we'll just end it there and call it good and stop uh, you can find all our links below as well and then when yes. we put this up on the tube it'll also be down there so oh saunderediting.com yes you also edit books you edit I'm my books i edit blake's books yes indeed yeah and we'll probably edit probably many other people's too. books hopefully we'll hopefully god i hope so i need to start getting paid but gotta uh, promote yourself yeah pay promote me yourself. damn it yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We're good night, y'all. We're gonna go. Okay. <laughs> Boy. All right. Everybody have a good night, and we'll see you next week at 5 p.m. on Saturday. Bye. Bye.